Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the podcast about wrestling from your friends at smartwrestlingfan.com. This is episode number 798, which means we're two episodes away from 800. This is the longest running weekly pro wrestling podcast in human history. No other weekly pro wrestling podcast um, is, is almost at 800 like this. We're the only ones. Also, also, I've I did the research. Also, in animal history, so yeah, it's not like any it's raccoons great. have been podcasting. That's right. Longer. No, no raccoons. Um, I am Joe Negron. You're listening to Mr. Meat and Larry talk about Hi, raccoons. Joe. Hello. Talk about raccoons. It's in my raccoon wounds. Um. There so is. welcome, welcome everyone. We're going to talk about wrestling. Wow. Um. What we just got done watching Raw. What happened on that Raw? Because that, was- that will be the highlight of the show. Unfortunately, not not in a good way. No, not a good way at all. But trying to Real figure bad. out exactly what the hell that if, was. Here, if an alien and a and a computer and an eleven year old, maybe with I don't want to be mean, with maybe a special eleven year old, all teamed up. So imagine I, if E.T. with Drew Barrymore and who was the the little robot, <laughs> Freddie Five? Uh, Johnny Five. Johnny Five. Short circuit, Johnny. yes. Yes, Freddie Five. Those three Freddy got five. With, all, with all their understanding of, of humans and yes. the world, they could yeah. write this role, maybe. Um, If Drew was on drugs at the time. It's, I think maybe. so. Was she on drugs at nine? Yes. Okay, so that's sad, but Third, yes. true. Wow. Uh, but hi, everybody. We're going to talk about wrestling today. We're only two away from the 800th episode. Larry, that is a huge milestone. No, it has never happened on any other on weekly show. wrestling show. It's never happened on our show either. We've never had an 800th episode. No. I forgot to open my celebratory drink here because <clears throat> I need some caffeine. Oh, that sounds like a party in a can. Well, it is, but it's caffeine. It's not your alcohol. Not my alcohol. Delicious. Oh, yeah. Weird week in wrestling. Because the first thing I watched was so good. And then it's all downhill from there. Hmm. Well, Raw raw was like, they tell you when you jump out of an airplane, if you hit the water, it's worse than concrete. Raw was like the the water at the end of. We found out out that that's true. Um, So, so yeah. So we are going to talk about all those things. And more. But listen, this show is in da- an endangered species. Okay. Is that That's what true. it is? Because if we don't get enough funds by episode, the special party episode of 800, what is this, 798? Yeah. Um, yeah. 800, if we don't get them, something bad might happen. Like the show might disappear off the face of the earth. And I hate and that saying be, that. That because would be bad and sad. It would be bad and sad because it would be a piece of history that's gone. We're probably the only wrestling podcast that's we're the only comprehensive. Um, I don't. Uh, I shouldn't listen. We we're, we're, we're what am I trying to say, Larry? We're the are best we, you. We're the best you got. Wait, really? Yeah. Okay. Really wow, that's sad. And it's not sad for me. It is. We yes, take. That- pride in what we do at least i do larry you know is different but um and when you're doing this for 15 years 
I don't know. Sometimes you expect fame and fortune and none of it comes, you know, and you're just sitting there and you're going, what happened? <laughs> and it's because, listen, it's because we're not sociopaths and we don't social climb and get our podcast featured on a thing by making a deal with the devil. And like, we don't, we don't do ad trading with horrible monsters that want us to, you know, yeah. go to Saudi Arabia and we don't, we don't, we don't no, do... We don't deal with, you know, big companies that are horrible pedophiles. There's commercials for it during wrestling. You saw the commercials. They have a, they, there's a commercial for sandwiches where they're like, oh, the kids love it. We opened one in our shed in the backyard. And it's like, do they not? Is there a lock on that shed? Yeah. Do they not see the problem? But anyway, so we don't do things like that. So we don't, you know, we, we sit here where we are and that is quality, not, and quantity, well, quality and quantity, but I, what I was going to say is, but not the fame and fortune to go with it. So if you'd like to help us not get the fame and fortune, but at least get our fair shake, then go to smartwrestlingfan.com and click on all the links. One of them is patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. And you can become a patron of the show. If we don't get enough patrons, we can't continue with the show. I'm just going to say it right now. If we don't, if we don't, we're about $300 shy of where we need to be right now to even just exist. Okay. That's just existing. That's just existing. Think about it. All you people are doing that all the time. Hardly even trying. And that's, yeah, we just want to exist. We just want to exist. So please, if everyone chipped in, went to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan, then give like pledge like $5 a month. Here's what would happen. We could still be around. You, the listener, would get a special feed from Patreon that would give you this show first before anybody else. So you'd have it as soon as I upload it. As soon as I personally upload it, then you'd have it. You wouldn't have to wait till, you know, the next day or the day after that or the day after that or whatever day it goes on the free um, version on uh, Apple Podcasts. You would get your special Patreon link. So that's a benefit right there. Not to mention there's hundreds, if not thousands of episodes of back content that you could listen to. Um, not just of smart wrestling fan, but of smart movie fan, smart uh, other things fan, smart wrestling fan, retro, smart wrestling fan, you know, all the other shows, whatever we do, it's all there. So anyway, that's my plea. That's what I'm going to say right now. We also take one off. So if you just want to go to make a donation at smartwrestlingfan.com, bottom of the page, PayPal link. We really need your support right now. And we understand people are still going through tough times because of the stupid COVID. I get it. So I'm not asking the people that are poor, that have no money. I'm not asking you. You're awesome. And you can listen to the show for free. I'm asking for the people that can afford it. But for some reason, we're like, I thought they were fine. Those are the people (laughs) that I need to help right now. Or else 800 not only might be a last show, it might never happen. Oh, wh- we could be one a w- one week away from like just, you know, you know how they, you know how there's a startup and, and, and you have hardly any money and you're like, how much time do we have? And you're like, we have four solid days <laughs> and that's it. And then we run out of money and we're, we, we'd have to go in the streets and declare bankruptcy by yelling it really loud. Let's just say we're close to that. Okay. And I don't want to be, I don't want to be. Um, and I like, do you think I enjoy this? 
Wh- people, which this? The asking for money I, or yes, the, the rest, asking like, anything? Oh, I hate okay, it because I know sometimes we don't enjoy the viewing of ra- the reviewing. Well, of no, I, I actually still, we, we we don't enjoy the watching of it. And no. The reviewing of it's usually pretty. Reviewing cool. of it's fine and fun because we're venting, right? Or we're com- or we're saying how great it was. So either way, really good. The watching not always good. But I'm saying I don't like doing this thing where I I don't like making threats or promises or whatever you want to call them about the show going away. I don't like saying I, I'm a, I'm a humble bundle, and I don't uh, I don't like saying we need help. But I I have to because if I didn't, we'd be gone. How was that? Well, would you would you rather hear this or would you have rather heard here? Ads from stuff we don't believe in every 10 minutes. I Listen, I am a podcast consumer. I am yeah. not just a podcast provider. No, Larry listens uh, to a lot of, even more than me. It's pr- probably, it's all I do pretty much. Mm-hmm. And they're getting crazy with the ads now. And think, and I know you people are listening to other podcasts. I know it bothers you. We do this one thing at the beginning and then just try to have fun for an entire two hours or however long the show yeah. is going to be. So, yeah, I don't want to put ads in every five minutes and, no. and pimp our store and all this other thing. No. That I just... We just want to create art, which is Smart Wrestling Fan. <laughs> we want to create a show, which is this podcast. And then we want our patrons, our listeners to go, wow, they, I love them. And just go to Patreon and throw money at us. But the problem is, for whatever reason, we are not sociopath. And um, insane enough that, you know, some of these, some of these podcasts, not wrestling, but some of these non-wrestling podcasts, I'm looking at their Patreon and I'm like, they're getting like a hundred thousand dollars a month. Larry, I'm not kidding. How gross is that? And then what they do is then they hide the number. They hide the number because you're allowed to do that now for like the last year or so. And then, so now people keep throwing more money at them because they don't know where they're at. And now they're, it's like, it's like giving money to Kanye West or whatever. Like somebody that doesn't need your money, somebody that's already a multimillionaire and you just keep throwing $5 bills at them, even though you can't afford it. That's what's happening. But anyway, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I will go this far. Maybe Joe won't like me going this far. Even if you're not going to give money to us. Please don't give money to millionaires. Just keep it yourself. Yes. Go to Starbucks or whatever and spend the money because they're not going to. Yeah. They're going to put it in their big fat money pit and jump in it. And never spend it. For right. Everybody and else. just be rich. Get richer. So. Yeah. So even if you're not giving it to us, <clears throat> even if you're not helping out, yeah. don't help out somebody who's got a billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, just, just keep that money for yourself. Give it to a kid on the street. That's a really good point. No, then you look weird. I give it to a homeless person because they're homeless. Yes. You're a homeless person. Okay. That's it. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So help us or we go away. Okay. That's it. That's it. That's the threat. I mean, it's the promise. (laughs) See, you should be homeless, Joe. That's a pretty, (laughs) but I want you to go away. I know. Okay. So, um, let's do some wrestling news and then we can talk about the week in wrestling. Okay. Help us or we'll go away. That's the worst ever pandemic. Yep, it's horrible. Wait a minute. Yep. But I mm-hmm. want you to go away. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking about it. Uh, um, so last week's Monday Night Raw <laughs> in the ratings, here we go, ratings, scored, uh-oh, Larry, 1.6 million viewers. 
Okay, that's what did we what did we, was our guess last week? Well, here's the thing. That was my real guess, but then I was like, could it go as low as 1.3? And I was just speculating, but no, it was 1.6. But and then you might go, oh, okay, well, that's not too bad, considering that was against football and dancing with the stars. The problem with it was that um it still was in the top ten lowest ratings of all time for Raw. Might have been six, might have been seventh. I wasn't exactly sure. Yeah, when you're just throwing out all time, does it matter if it's six, seven? No, when, it's, it's it's like in the top ten worst that, episodes. Yeah, as far as it's ratings, like when they say it's the the nine of the ten hottest summers have been the last. Right, and it's like you know, yeah, doesn't matter which one's doesn't which. Which one's which? No, it's a trend. Exactly. Um, ooh, bad news for Fox. Now they've been pulling, good. you know, anywhere from two to three million, and they had two point three million for that good episode of SmackDown that we want liked. Well, this one we hated. You'll find out. Spoiler alert: we hated it. Um, there's no alert there. Sorry. Uh, just spoiler: we hated it. Um, SmackDown only scored one point nine million viewers. It went down. Yep. They lost four hundred thousand viewers. Really? Was it a good show? No, it was not. No. We've been enjoying SmackDown lately. Not this time. No. I I, I enjoy it now. That I watched Raw, I enjoyed it. Well, okay, you enjoyed it because it's a shorter show that you can get <laughs> over with quick. But no, that, other than that yeah. After um, sitting through Raw, I was like, wow, "Oh my god!" Was it was like only two hours. They were like, "How can we waste three hours of your time and have your brain hurt by the end?" Here, okay, and then the AEW versus NXT Wednesday Night Wars ratings are in. And AEW has won again in the key demographic plus in the total number of viewers, but. They had AEW had 886,000 viewers and NXT had 689,000. This is the first week they've gone against each other, you know, head to head in in weeks. So where they weren't is on that, a Tuesday or Thursday. Or head, is, is that the is that the biggest difference between the two when they went head to head? That's in a while, yeah. They've yeah, been they've been getting really separation. close numbers, but that's a pretty big separation and it shows people were very interested in AW and they weren't very interested in NXT. And again, most of the viewership of NXT is over f- the age of 50. So, yikes. There you go. Um, news bits and rumors. Oh my god, Larry. So, what's today's date? It's like the 21st, 22nd. Um, do you remember? Do you remember last week in the NXT September? Um, and a bunch of NXT kids got COVID last week. Bunch of them <laughs> tested positive. Um, when I watch NXT, all I see is them breathing up against that plexiglass and thinking how everyone's going to die. It's disgusting. Or just get really sick. Yeah. And then have lingering health issues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Performance Center, still a COVID den, just to let you know. Or a full sale, wherever they were. I don't even remember anymore. <sighs> Not good. Not good. I don't have an exact number and I don't have any names this time. But all I know is a whole bunch of people got sick. And one might call it an outbreak. So somebody they supposedly tested that said they they were clean was not, and it got a bunch of people sick. So so much for that. It's it's it is what it is. Now they're yeah. out of the performance center for the rest of them, but doesn't make the 
NXT any cleaner. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that in Raw, of course. Uh, oh, this is weird. Uh, Melina is supposedly coming Ooh. back to WWE. Melina. Remember why? her? Remember Melina? Why? I don't know why. Well, I can tell you that's not the mystery woman we've been seeing. I'm nope. sure of that. Well, they could just change it. Still, Wouldn't it be hilarious? Still. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So Melina, huh? <clears throat> that would be funny if they just changed it to Melina. Eh, just... And then, yeah, I'm not sure in what capacity. Maybe she's maybe she's going to be involved with the Rey Mysterio story. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? If, oh, my God. Forget it. I am your daughters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Wade Barrett signed an announcer <laughs> contract. So he is officially with NXT and he's not going anywhere. But w- did, did, was there really a choice? What do you mean about him signing or like if they didn't keep him, what would they have done? Listen, I'm going to parlay this right into the NXT. Is that that phrase? Did I say that right? Parlay it? Yeah. Segue in? Is that right? Parlay. Yeah. I think that you, yeah, you're you're going to bunch it all together. Parlay is usually meet up though. If it's a pirate code, right? We want to meet later. Have a parlay. It's like, you know, it's a dessert, right? It's a, it's a floor. It's, it know. is okay so i want to turn this right into nxt because you know we don't do nxt officially on this show anymore but i still talk about it because i still get mad at it and i and i will i will tell you when i love it i'll tell you that but for right now again we have guys like austin theory and then subway commercials about woodsheds with kids in it it's not good it's a bad look you know what you know what we talked about last night larry when um we talked about how you know they never got their their Shack moment because remember that other the the Shack pizza chain that went. Wait, wait, like, wait, are we talking Shaquille O'Neal? Or are we talking about an old shed out back? Oh wow, I did say that, huh? Yes. Okay, so yikes. Or are we um, talking about a love Shack? I meant like Shack foo, like the like Shack the the uh, the the lovable Shack that's uh, now lovable a pizza Shaq guy. Foo. Yeah. So because the because the Papa's pizza. They got their moment. They were racist and horrible. And then they had Shaq swoop in and he's like, no, no, it's safe here. It was that one guy. And then it's like, oh, okay, we'll eat your pizza. And it's all good. That that sub sandwich place never had anyone come in and say, no, no, okay, it's safe for kids here. Hire, hire a baby to come And in that's the thing, <laughs> right? There was, there's no that's way because there's, you can't back out of that one, which is why what makes me so mad about NXT. So. Yeah. Velveteen Dream, Austin Theory. There's no way out. Yeah. You, yeah, you could do the you could do the uh, Papa John thing where they're like, I, "We have black friends." You could do that, but you can't. Subway can't really be like, "Look, we never touched this kid." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too late, and it's too late for NXT because of Austin Theory. But anyway, um, and and Dynamite. Uh, what's his name? Dynamite. Dynamite Dream. kid. <laughs> No, I was gonna say Dynamite Dream, but I mean Velveteen Dream. Um, so anyway, so Dynamite NXT, Dream is a better name. Yes. So the Wade Barrett contract thing—that's what I want to talk about first because <sighs> watching NXT right now is infuriating. Here's why: there's no voice of reason, and there's no expert or logic person on there, and it's like everyone—it's like the Wild West already with the COVID cave. And uh, what am I trying to say, Larry? There's nobody 
there's no one on commentary that I trust anymore. Now it's Vic Joseph who doesn't really know what he's doing. And his, okay, I understand that his one. main comment is, oh, we have Wade Barrett who's new and doesn't really know much, but he's but he has the wrestling Wade's background. But then we also have Beth who has the same wrestling background. So she's like redundant with Wade Barrett. Oh, I love Beth seemingly as a person. But she doesn't add anything, nice. does she? But yeah, I, 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 I don't want to say anything bad, so it's hard to say anything. Okay, I will. She's not then. horrible. I will. I like Beth Phoenix, but when she's sitting there and you don't know she's there, and 15 minutes later you hear, she got hurt, can't she hurt, hurt, she's looking, her arm fell out of her bones. Like, what did you just say, Beth? I don't know what you're talking about. This weird little kid voice just screams out. And I'm like, I don't uh, know what that is. The problem is, it seems like but, she's not really on commentary. She's right. just around and commentary. And that's just it. Like, she's, or maybe she's doing something else with a headset on. And she and is. And just coming in right. at She's times. at home. She's at home. So that's a problem. Listen, I didn't want this to be a Beth Phoenix making fun of session because I like Beth. But let's talk about the real issue here. And that's there's no one I can trust anymore. We okay, have Vic but, Joseph. Okay, but listen, go ahead. I think the point you're making is you're, you're putting too much shade on two of them. If you had a good league commentator, the other two would probably you be wouldn't fine. notice. And and, the, and but, if she was present, I'm sorry, the being not being there is. I know it hurts league. the product. It really it hurts does. Her. Yes. And it hurts her. But here's the real issue. The real issue is that you have Vic Joseph as the lead, and he's not ready to be in a lead. Like when he was on Raw, it was shocking. If you remember. Because he's, it was like, how did this guy get that job? Ready to be third man, right? The third. So, and listen, Vic might be again real nice guy. It's not like liar Tom, who's a scumbag in real life, whatever. Vic might be this, this super nice, and what I don't know anything about him, but what I do know is that you can't have the lead guy doesn't even know the names of any moves. He doesn't recognize when finishers are happening ever, and then Barrett's too new to know, and Beth's too late to know. Because of her delay and being at home. So all this adds up to just frustration when you're watching. And listen, there's people who are like, don't be nitpicky about the commentators. I watch with the sound off. Listen, good for you. That's awesome. But most people, when they watch something, they actually watch something. Okay. So, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe nobody does anymore. Maybe nobody, maybe that's how you consume media now, just halfway, and then you have no real information, and then the world's falling apart because no one knows anything. But I'd like to think some people want to watch the show and actually enjoy it. I can't take it when everything, almost everything Vic says is wrong. And he calls the move names wrong, and he said he doesn't know what they're called, so he makes up a thing, and then he doesn't see finishers. And then the worst one is, now we have people, no one can pronounce anything. So here's the thing. Fabian Eichner, that's how you pronounce it, Eichner, right? With an I. But it looks like Eichner. So because it's Vic Joseph and not Morrow, guess what? When Beth says Eichner, when Beth says Eichner, then, then Barrett says Eichner, and then also Vic says Eichner. So now his name's Eichner. Just like with Fandango became Fandango, whatever. There's nobody to correct or to say, hey, let's change this or whatever. I don't understand why Triple H isn't in these guys' ears at all times. 
I don't, I don't, we are in a period of wrestling where we need to reevaluate the naming of characters. Well, we'll get either too simplistically stupid or too convolutedly ridiculous. Uh, Agreed. But, um, yeah, this, um, did you care? Okay. Did you care about this NXT at all? Uh, no, because, okay. I remember two matches. There were two title matches on the show. Yes, I remember two matches from the show. Neither of them I I cared about one bit. And I don't remember any feud builds. All I remember is the hoverboards kind of getting heelish or edgy. Kushida, oh, look, he's so tough and he's beating up heels, but he's being aggressive. That's not a story. That's just like they don't know what to do with him. No, I remember that because I like him and I wish he had the best to do. part of the show by far were Johnny and Candace at home talking. That was like gold and everything else on the show. Oh, was when they were watching the TV. Yep. And how he's not listening to anything she's actually talking about. He's not being a good husband. It's all, every, the subtlety, all of it's good. All of it's great. But. There were two tag. I'll just talk about the two title matches, and then we're going to move on to AEW. There was Imperium against Breezango. Guess what? Nobody believed that Imperium were going to win the titles back, and Breezango once again banana peel victory wins. They they retain with a roll up. That means that you're probably not a great champion. You know? Why are we ruining Imperium by not having uh, what's his face there, Harold uh, Walter <laughs> Walter <laughs> there? Because Walter's stuck in the UK and he's no, returning to NXT saying, UK this week. I'm even have them here right now? Save I don't know. this for when they can be a full heel stable with their leader right. and be impressive. I'm not sure. Also tonight we learned that Adam Cole's a face, Kyle O'Reilly's a face, but Fish and Strong are heels. This makes no sense. And then the main event was probably the match I've cared I could not care about this match if you paid me. This was Damian Priest defending his North American title against Timothy Thatcher. And it was like, why? What? Why are we doing this? Do you care about Damian Priest? Oh, have I ever? And the show and goes off the you, air and, and he retains. No one cares. That he wasn't losing that title. In fact, the commentators pretty much said, what he, he if he lost this title, your first title, so yeah, I knew Thatcher has lost pretty much most of his matches in NXT. They had him go over Matt Riddle, and then they didn't know what to do after that. So he's lost almost all his matches since then, and now he's in that stupid gauntlet scramble bull crap that's coming up this week. Yeah, I I still don't understand why that's a new match. I don't know, but like number one contender to go against Finn Balor. And did you see the people in that match? Yeah. What? How are oh, they number one contenders? Who? Because who cares? Who cares? He's, they're not winning. He just yes, I know they're not winning, but it seems like Clash of Champions and this next takeover are just quick, quick, get anybody to fight the champs. Even though yep. no titles are going to change hands. This is like a joke. Yeah, it's uh, well. Okay, one title will probably change hands. I can see. But I know. Okay, I I didn't mean that. One. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean none of change hands. I'm saying all these matches we're throwing together with like random new guy, 
you know, it, it's not happening. That's it. I am so uninterested in NXT. And if you'd have told me a month and a half ago that I felt this way, and it's it's not even what the problem is with WWE in general, bad writing, all that stuff. I, these characters, I'm just not into anyone in NXT. The fact, the only people I'm even slightly nerd is freaking Brazango. Right. And, and yeah, I like them. They're great. But that's old character stuff that there should be somebody new developing that I'm interested to see what is happening. And they're pushing Demon Archer and Shotzi Tank Girl. And yep. I don't care. No, I don't care either. But when you believe... If you Cameron, and the more the Cameron. more NXT goes, the more it seems all we're getting is people burning their best stuff up there and and being burned out before you could ever bring them up, right? Or people being silly, and by the time if you bring them up, they're not going to shine. I guess. I don't see I don't see this thing that we thought we were going to get where you're developing somebody and they get bigger and then they jump up and then they get a big push and I think those Keith days are Lee, over. Yeah, Keith Lee is the the only example in the last year and a half of anybody who's come up and got a decent push. Really? But what's the end game with him? They don't after oh, this. They, they haven't got nothing planned. But yeah. at this moment, at least it seems like that. Riddle's already look at my stupid things. I say we'll Bro. get there. That's awful. I was one of the dumbest parts of SmackDown. There's some dumb parts. Okay, so that's that. I I don't want to talk about it anymore. But I did want to say that wow, when the main event is Damian Priest. It really put me to sleep. It was really boring. I don't Damian see who's Priest that. Who's is, a fan of that Damian guy? Damian Priest and Tank Shotzi, yeah, are the king and queen of examples of why NXT is not holding my interest yeah. right now. But oh no, Shotzi, Larry, everyone loves her because of her looks, and they don't care about anything else. She has twenty-five no, gimmicks, and they're all terrible. 25 gimmicks to the point where Wade Barrett was like, you need to get her away from me. I don't understand. I'd like to root for her, but I can't because she's too weird for me. And I don't understand this. Barrett didn't understand her and what she was. and couldn't. No, no one can. They just look at her and and, go, oh, cute girl, green hair. That's all they do. Do you understand Damien Priest? Because he's a demon, but he's an archer, but he likes the ladies and partying. But he's really deadly. I don't. But he lives forever. But he needs to win to live forever. Forget it. Anyway, let's talk about AEW because that's wow. AEW was wonderful this week. Uh, This will be the highlight of your week in wrestling. By far, not. There's lots of. Let's just review it and I'll explain why this show made my week. Next to a couple other things, Jurassic Express is already in the ring. Hmm. So they're like, we're gonna do a match. But the young bucks come out in street clothes and they just kick the ref. Remember Aww. last week they kicked Marvez? Yes. Got mined. They kick the ref, they leave, the camera follows them back to the back, and they just, oh my God. Okay, I was drinking, but not that much. Camera follows them to the back and they just toss dollar bills to Tony Stark. Wow, really? Yeah, Tony Stark. I didn't know. was back there. So, hmm. So they're like, take our fines. We don't care. But then FTR and Tully Blanchard 
see them and make fun of them as they walk past. Yeah. FTR versus Jurassic Express. <sighs> okay, let's get to this. The main event is going to be a street fight parking lot match between the best friends and San Santina and Ortez, right? Nope, Santana and Ortiz. Santana and Ortiz. Yes, I was going to get that because it's not. I don't, that's not written in front of me. <sighs> so Jo tells us about it, and I can't wait. Sounds great. You know, I'm a big Chucky e. T fan. Yes, I can't believe. I, I've grown to like everybody else in that match, and it sounds like fun. And I know AAW always delivers. So all you have to tell me is that what who's in it. It's a it's a gimmick match like that. That's pretty cool. I'll stick around. But Jr. has to tell us. Oh, Parker, there'll be a minivan involved somehow. Watch it. Why would he spoil? JR, the minivan got broken and vandalized. So then you must mean a new one. And if that's the case, then the faces are winning. Why would you do that? Why say by the way, like by the that? way, he, listen, remember a lot of times we say JR knows stuff, whatever. Most of the time he doesn't. But this time, this match was shot days before this, this, uh, this dynamite. So guess who watched this already? JR. F you, you spoiling jerk. Match, match, match. Lucius or Lucia, Lucius, 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 Lucius Clay, Lucius Anyway, he's out a lot of the match. FTR cheats and the champs win. And I kind of found out. So this was to win a title shot, but they lost. So I guess no title shot, right? Yes. They lost no title shot and super cheating. Yes. Backstage, private party find, oh, Matt Hardy's hurt on the ground. What oh. happened? And then Jericho and Jack Hager come, Hager come in with bats and they say, ha-ha, you're hurt. So do you think it was them or not? I don't think it was. <laughs> no, I don't think it was. Because it could I be Jericho really and that would make sense, but <sighs> I think it was what Kenny really, Omega. What I would really like to see is because... Matt Hardy, if Matt Hardy says, I didn't see from behind, if it was private party that yes. did it, that would be great. It would be funny. But come back into your, what you were going to say, because I wrote this down. Kenny Omega is on commentary for this upcoming yep. Gangman Adam Page match. And they're like, oh, no, look what happened to Matt. And and Kenny says, oh, yeah, Matt had some had a lot of bad luck lately. <gasps> some bad luck right there. So, but the match, this match tonight we're having here that I'm going to talk about is... Hangman Adam Page versus Frankie Kazarian. Now, obviously, there's a person in this match that is getting a major push with the company, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So in WWE, what did we do? We put him in a match and he squashes somebody. Yes. What do we do in AEW? You put him in a match with somebody who's a great wrestler. You all know what a mark I am for Christopher Daniels. Well, Frankie Kazarian is his shadow. They're pretty much kind of the same guy. This match was great for Hangman Adam Page. I, Come out of a tag team yeah, and get this match with such a good competitor as Frankie. And Frankie looked great. This match was awesome. And this match with the story of Kenny on commentary was incredible. Yes. And have Frankie you, okay, Kazarian... I wondered why they put, put wrestlers on commentary? Because it's never good. Right. This is why. Because it was good. We're telling a story. We're getting... Super in-depth, tiny little things about the story through Kenny's commentary. This was fantastic. 
Classic wrestler on commentary commentary. Yeah. If you want to see how it's done, listen to Kenny Omega. Is is that. Frankie Kazarian reverse aging? I think that, well, look, Dustin Rose and, well, okay, Christopher Danners has always been a vampire, right? So yeah. he's never going to age. But, yeah. No, Kaz was great. Wow. Okay, so let me read my notes. Uh, Kenny Omega. Have they, Kenny Omega's on commentary, and the commentator said, we heard that originally there was – Offered to be a tag match with you and Hangman Adam Page versus, you know, SCU. Yeah. And, and Kenny says, well, maybe, but, you know, we're in singles now, even though Hangman doesn't know it. Yep. And Kenny's all full of the, oh, it's a great opportunity for Page. You know, you know he's, he's coming close to that corner, but there's nobody to tag. He's, you know. Kenny is just awesome here on how everything is very understated. Yep. He understands wrestling. He sure is does. the new Chris Jericho, except smarter in a realistic way. Yeah. Actual smarter. Great match. Lariat wins. But, oh, my God, Kazarian looked fantastic. Did, didn't matter that he lost this match. Nope. After the match, this was fantastic. Paige is kind of excited he won and is looking to Kenny for congratulations. But Kenny just walked back. He's already gone. <laughs> I love Kenny Omega and Adam Page. And I was sad when they split up, but I'm. They're but it's still doing good. this exactly right. There's no rush. No, we trust that they're going rushed. somewhere with this. They know it's what they're going to do next. I love it. Because my favorite line of all the breakup part was where Hangman talks to us through the interview, and he says, "Yeah, everybody was like, oh, it's got to happen, of it, but it didn't have to yes. happen." Yes. He was that was so great. It was a character thing for him. It's yep. talking to the reader and explaining that, yeah, sure, you know this. Yep. All this stuff is and when, so good. And when Kaz when Kaz did I'm trying to remember what movie did in the match and almost pinned Adam Page and Kenny started laughing. And they're like Excuse me, Excalibur's like, wait, why is that funny? And and Kenny's like, No, no, I don't wanna I I just I did I thought he was gonna be handed Handed a loss there. <laughs> thought it was, and Kenny thought it was hilarious that that Hangman might lose. Wow. It's wow. sometimes you really have to trust your viewer, and that's what AEW does a lot. Kenny Omega is doing it here. That you don't have to beat them over the head. Nope. And Kenny, Kenny is doing this like he wants to see it. Yeah. I get the feeling that especially the people in the lead perform wrestling like they want to see it. They don't want to be beat over the head. They want to enjoy slow turns. They yep. want to understand characters. It's because they like they like watching TV and, and storytelling. That's why. So we get a best friends package of Santana and Ortiz. <laughs> the best friends. Ew. And it's good. Sorry. Yeah. MJF comes out with <clears throat> Wardlow. MJF versus Sean Dean. Okay. It's like a poke to the eye in that salt of the earth thing wow 10 second match less maybe it's okay let's get that out of the way because we find out mjf wants to be addressed as the champion of aw even though he's under he's undefeated undisputed uncrowned champion yep okay fine whatever but the new his new thing is hey everybody's in a stable there's stables all over (laughs) i need to be in a stable so i guess he's going to be free agent in stable guy for a while which i I would assume so give him something to do Taz does his package about people's moves, talking about Ricky Stark, which means I fall asleep. 
But I do like these Taz packages where he talks about people's moves. Yeah, it's fine. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Eddie Kingston, he comes in the ring with his crew. Listen, he listen. says, "Yeah, I just, I just, I like I say, back in the old days, I hung around Eddie Kingston a lot. I was backstage a lot. You know, listening to him, watching him, I assume catering all those times. He, he always came across to me as just this guy who wanted to." Get his get get done, and go maybe go do some more substances and get out of there. Go to the Waffle House, whatever. <sighs> he is so good now. He's I so did I, go, did I go on a tangent one awesome. or off air last last week about yes. how I can't believe I like him. I can't believe the difference between him now and him then. He's interesting. He delivers. He makes me want to see more of him, and he's never done that in his entire career. Yep. Up until now. He says he never lost that battle row, it's which so is good. so funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. He says they're not they're not a stable. People talking about stables, they're fan, they're a family. Oh. And and then the, his little stable pulls people and then starts beating it up. And Eddie narrates it. So so much fun. Good on you. Yeah. That's Private really good. Party. Private Party versus Chris Jericho. Well, hold on, hold on. Before we get to Private Party, he tells Blade to get his house in order. Ooh. You know what that means? Yeah. His female. His, uh, yeah, Allie. Yeah. Private Party versus Chris Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, Match, match, match. (laughs) The heels cheat. It's really good. JR talks about hiring Hager and he put his feet on the coffee table. table. Okay, whatever. Hager does almost all the work. Judas Effect heals win. So good. Mm-hmm. And I like how maybe they're... Tag team wrestling is so much fun in this. I can't believe how much yep. fun tag team wrestling yep. has They keep it interesting every week. NWA, NWA Women's Championship. Yep. Ivelisse with Diamante at ringside versus Thunder Rosa. Match, match. Uh, wow. Do you want to know... Who is the the most? I don't know what I want to say. The most interfering rest or entity that I've seen in wrestling this week. Who? It was Evelisa's hair. Yeah. Oh my! It's I always an- I, like I don't understand hair. Yeah. Like that kind of hair because I don't have long hair. But did she get extra hair that she's not used to or something? Because I it guess. was everywhere over yeah. faces wrapped around her neck. Yeah. I, so Thunder Driver Rosa wins, but wow, this was a hard hitting match that mm-hmm. looked like these two were. This was a great female tough girl match. Yeah, I it was thought. good. It was good. So I really liked it. Diamante attacks Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa after okay. the match, and Sheeta comes in for a save. So hey, that's a tag good. Team match next week. I want to see. Yes, me me really too. Want to see that? How long before they turn those freaking medals into tag titles? Come on, it's all there. They wear them in so low they look like titles already. They're eventually just keep getting lower and lower. Yes, like, I, I that's a they would be great first women's tag team champions because yes. they're cool. Mm-hmm. Muro, Miro, Maro, Miro. How are we going to pronounce Miro? Euro is working out with Penelope Ford and Kip. Sabian. Mm-hmm. They're going to have the best bachelor party ever. Listen, this was a tiny little segment, but it makes me excited for just some kind of backstage 
bachelor party. Yep. They're not going to have. Me. Yeah, go. They're not going to have Miro interfere and steal Penelope like she's the new Lana, are they? <laughs> I don't want that, but if they do it and he accidentally calls her Lana, oh, it'd be amazing. I think it might happen. Oh, it would be so much. He is the best man. Yes. There is none better. Back in, Lance Archer runs out. He grabs some masked guy, throws him <laughs> in the ring, and choke slams him. And then Jake, Jake the Snake quotes Pink Floyd, and he says, hey, if I'm going to lay in bed with the devil, it might as well be the Tasmanian devil. And he calls out Taz. Yep. And he says, We're, we need a trios match, and I only have one guy. And Taz says, well, I only have two guys. Says, I got a brand new <laughs> pair of roller skates. Math. I got a yeah. So we want to fight Moxley. And Moxley's music hits. He comes down through the crowd, but oh, Cage and other Fight him. And yes. then there's another other because Will Power Hobbs, Will Hobbs Power, oh. Will Power Hobbs. They can't decide how to what to call him. Yeah, yet. I know. He comes out, which is fine. Why would he be Moxley's partner? Did I miss something? Because, okay, because there's an obvious partner. And then there's the yes. who the F else would ever help Moxley. So they had to come up with somebody. So they picked somebody as big as Cage. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Because, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Because there is only one other person. So Yes. Because that's yeah, all it Mox, is. Moxley takes the mic and he tells us that obvious <clears throat> person is going to be Darby. So Darby mm-hmm. will be the third. Yeah. Again, I want to see a three-man match. Why not? Or, or now, a six-man match, yes. I want to see a three-man match. <laughs> Back, backstage, <laughs> a three-man tag match. How does that work? <laughs> I guess. It could. Okay. Oh my God. Backstage. That was WrestleMania three man tag. Remember three man tag. Yeah. It was one guy. Backst- they, Oh my God. That's so dumb. Backstage for the parking light lot fight. We're in a parking lot. Sir cars are all circled around. Not cars, but trucks too. There's some wrestlers watching Santana and Ortiz are wearing white face paint makeup. That looks really super cool. It's either dead presidents or they're trying to be the gorillas of destiny. But the point is, Wow. That's it was. Yeah, it was good. I thought they were the Yankee street gang from oh, uh, uh, the Warriors. Warriors. Yeah. You're Either think, way. Yes. Whatever. Or what if you're thinking were, of the what, baseball furies? Yeah. What was the guy? Knuckleball Schwartz. That was or it could be knuckleball. any of those things we said. Yes. Santana and Ortiz versus the best friends. Wow. This was a lot of fun. How was this match so good? I was because because I'm a I've, mark. Yeah. For for Chucky, and I and then I've I've grown to love Santana and Ortiz in yes. AEW. So I'm I'm and then then Trent's been wow. Trent is a great wrestler. He's impressive. So yeah, I was worried that I was just marking out because these people have all endeared themselves no. to me. But I think this was no. a really this, really great gimmick. Match. This was put together so just so smart, so risky, so just everything about it was was right this the feud ending in this space um i've seen how many street fights have we seen a million how many parking lot brawls have we seen dozens this by far i can't remember when this fun or this good in in i i don't even know when maybe this is the best one maybe in years i don't know it just was everything worked from storyline to actual moves to the idea of it not being main event guys yep. somehow made it more fun. I know that sounds weird, 
But the fact that it's not Randy Orton versus John Cena. Right, because those you've seen that main event a million times. This is different. I really and this isn't just different as in like they just put two random guys in there. This is people that are already over. But they're not main event guys. But they get the main event and they prove that they deserve the main event. Oh, yeah. You can't say any of these four people were not fantastic. There's cars, uh, trucks with lumber in the back. The the spot where they opened the hood, I don't know if it was Ortiz, yeah. got, got on the engine. Oh and then I think God. it was Chucky jumped off the, the roof. Oh, one. my God. How do, how do you fake falling off a 40-foot ladder? This uh, is They crazy. use all the wood. They throw a sledgehammer. That, okay. That could have killed that, somebody, and it was incredible. And it landed like the like he was Thor or something. Yep, it was it was perfect. perfect. Great, looked great. Every uh, spot worked. They're jumping off of stuff. They're hitting. They even use that rail. Wow, what a horrible rail spot! Where, but luckily, guard. Luckily, it did give because if it didn't, that's when it hurts worse when you're bouncing <laughs> off of it. It's the hottest part of the ring. <laughs> so they keep fighting, and eventually, and okay. I turned my brain off completely and just enjoyed this. So I never saw this coming. I swear a hundred percent never saw it coming, but orange Cassidy is in the trunk. That was great. Okay. I didn't think of it either. It was good. Great. And he has a chain and he KOs a Santana. And then was that the crunchy that it's like, it's like a cradle power bomb. Yeah. It's, it was they he called it strong zero before. Yeah. Okay. I'm so confused about that, mm-hmm. but it still looked great. Was it Bro Buster? Is that brother? You're thinking Bo- Dude Buster, and yeah, it's yeah. Mm-hmm. Trent pins Ortiz, and I don't. It didn't matter who got pinned in this match. Yep. These four guys were amazing, and I had so much fun. And then Trent's mom shows up in the van, and they all get in. And mm-hmm. Orange Cassidy gets shotgun, and they get in, and they drive away. And then she stops, and she reaches out the window and flips on the bird. What a perfect ending. I wish JR hadn't said anything about the minivan. Screw JR. Can Santana and Ortiz lose every match and still be yep, over with them? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't I remember so much fun with them. Remember the uh the arena match? They were amazing in that. They oh, the so stampede match. Oh my stampede. god. Yeah. They have been so entertaining. And I can't believe they're the same human beings that I watched before. Oh. I mm-hmm. they every week. Remember I when they first came in and, and we were remember when they first came in and we were like, Oh god, LAX, TNA, no. Remember? Oh yeah, oh yeah! I have seen this. But we were like, gangster tag team up yes, times. but we said okay, but these are supposed to be the two best wrestlers, and then we were like, okay, well then we'll see. I'm glad we saw because wow, that was good. They are really good. Are, <clears throat> well, that's. Oh, to, to, I I can never make the final judgment on somebody if they are a great wrestler until I see them live. That's when I, that's why I've always freaked out about Bailey because when I saw her live, I knew she had it. She yes. understood wrestling. Mm-hmm. Chucky e. T was when I would go when I went to Chikara. Chucky e. T was the one that I was like, wow, he knows wrestling. Yep, I'm so glad to see him in AEW. I'm yep. so glad he's there. Yep. I love that AEW episode. That was really good stuff. I have an email, though, from Ian about AEW Dark. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Um, it says, hey, guys, I should be writing in this week about the excellent episode of Dynamite. 
or the amazing first two nights of the G1. <gasps> they were so good, Larry. They're so good. Um, instead, I'm writing in about my favorite storyline in wrestling today, which is also the best losing streak story in wrestling history. The tale of Brandon Cutler versus Peter Avalon. Cutler and Avalon have been perennial jobbers in AEW since long before the arrival of local talent. Both have other jobs for the company, so they don't mind putting people over. Since about January, they've had a rivalry over who could win a match first, with the answer being neither of them. For the past few months, they've been teaming as The Initiative on AEW Dark with Leva Bates Ooh. as their manager. Okay, Of course, because she's the other librarian. They've had a lot of great matches against a lot of solid opponents and lost every one. All of them. I want to see this. Okay. Somewhere along the way, I started rooting for this team. They cut all, they all cut great promos on being the elite with Cutler as the straight arrow who wants to win right and Avalon as the ambitious win it all costs heel. Invariably, this led to bad blood and after a loss... That could have been a victory if Cutler had cheated. The team imploded, leading to a singles match on this week's Dark. Build loser, <laughs> build as loser must win. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. The match was great. Innovative, high-flying, and hard-hitting. I was almost sorry that one of them beating the other would be the end of the losing streak angle. So with his, it was with elation that I watched the match end in a double count out. They both lost, so the story can go on. This is a nonsense story on a YouTube show. Watched by 300,000 people, it's way less than that. That's just the the counter says 300,000. It has no impact on the rest of AEW at all, and that's why I love it. AEW took a couple of losers, let them book an angle, and made me care. Thanks, guys. Ian, thank you. That sounds fun. You can't underestimate the biggest problem with WWE. It's not Vince. It's oversaturation. Yeah. It absolutely is. Here I am begging to see more from AEW. Yep. And that's what you want when you're giving someone a product. You want them to want more. I. How many decades has it been since I said I want more WWE slash F? Yikes. I don't ever remember saying that. No. I was a child maybe saying that. And so, even then, you just wanted better shows than Challenge and Superstars. You didn't. It <laughs> wasn't that you wanted more product. You wanted more important product. No. Um, Octopus Mask writes in about the the G one and says, "No spoilers, but from uh, what hearing what I assume was Milano Collection chant ZSJ 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 during his match with Evil this weekend was sweet music." From heaven to my ears. Yes, I won't spoil that, but wow. Awesome. Also, Juice Robinson's Freddie Mercury get-up and the, leading the crowd into a We Will Rock You stomp and clap that sustained through the whole match was the healing bomb this world needs right now. B-Block is best block. That's all Octopus Mask. He's putting over B-Block because that's the underdog block. The A-Block is where all the big stars are. All the big stars plus oh, Tokyo that's cool. Pimps. I, see? So see, that's... Change it up. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So he's trying to switch it, but... Wow. Yeah. There's only been two nights of G1, just the first night of A block, first night of B block. Wow. Wow. It's, I think with Suzuki, Minoru Suzuki versus Ishii, what has been just, I mean, that match was, was incredible. And then the Okada versus uh, Kota Ibushi match was incredible. And even the matches like the, uh, Zack Sabre Jr. against Evil. Like there, there's some, there's some gems in there. The Yano Sonata match. If you like comedy, 
That was amazing. Seeing Juice come back, and that's the thing. Switchblade came back, Juice came back, Kenta came back, Jeff Kabu came back, so we got Matanza in there. This is it's it is it is a solid tournament, and we're who's only two your, nights who's in. Who's your bet, and who's your um? What is it called? Black outside horse, black okay, horse. So Wild, the dark horse, yes, the black horse. horse. <laughs> okay, I went through twenty things. Oh my god! Did not get so my horse. my pick, my real pick, I think is Switchblade Jay White, but he's Good. in that, that such happy. he's in such deep competition in the A block with so many other people. It's really hard to say. Um, uh, and then you also have the B block. I think the dark horse block is the B block because you have Naito in there. Cause don't forget the champion could still win the G one. And then he gets to pick who he challenges at Wrestle Kingdom. So they could still do that, but I don't think Naito's winning at all. I don't, um, I, I, I don't know if it's not switchblade. Maybe. See, Okada's too jokey right now, I think, to be to win the whole thing. But when it's G1 time, he gets real serious. So I don't know. It's it's I'd say this is the one of the toughest ones to guess, I think. There's your fun. Yep. Yep. Oh, the the only one I okay. The only one I could see winning and I'd be a little disappointed because he was on the list of crap. Remember, he was like a supporter of 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 some friend of his when he knew he was an offender of some kind. He was on the list, and that's Will Osprey. You think Will Will Osprey could win it all? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think it'll be the last night. Will be it coming down to Switchblade and him as far as who wins the A block. I'll say that. Yeah, good so. match. And then the B block might come down to whew, maybe Kenta and Naito, maybe Naito and Evil. I'm not sure yet. But yeah, it's a tough one, and that's what I like about it. When there's 20 participants in this tournament and everybody from each block has to wrestle everybody from that same block, it's, you know, so there's nine matches for each guy. That's a lot. So it's really hard to guess. But anyway. That's that. So we talked about, look at that. We talked about New Japan. So yes, I would recommend, again, this is the time to get New Japan World and watch because that tournament's going to run an entire month. It's 19 days out of 30 you'll have wrestling to watch. That's a lot of a lot of tournament stuff. And most of it is probably going to be incredible. So there you go. Should we do SmackDown now, unfortunately? Unfortunately. Yeah. What were you going to say about the New Japan? Just the fact that, think okay, spoiler alert, do we have any other emails besides New Japan and AEW? No, because people only want to write in about good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's but but that is really good stuff. So there is that good stuff. Yeah. And we're done with it. Yep. Because, so wow, everything's the, downhill been bad from here. Let's Let's start downhill. At a not so steep angle, because when we get to Raw, in memory think, are we smart? <laughs> Start SmackDown <laughs> with a dirt sheet. Oh my oh, God! Have, now already, have, a, have, remember this. the okay, the dirt sheet on ECW was funny. This is so far past like its prime and and dead. I the I only hear the joke is that yeah. it's past its prime and dead. Right. right. So I hear this and I go, oh why? 
Just why? Why are we doing this? The only way to laugh at this is if you're laughing because it's so not working to me. Uh, They got gossip, all kinds of gossip for us tonight. They're going to. Did they say they were going to expose the truth behind Bailey? They said a lot of things they didn't do. I yeah, don't know. They didn't do that. They didn't do it. Yes, they they, te- they tease the what they're going to talk they about. We're going to erase Sami Zayn from history. Yes, what? they they talk about all these things that never come up later. Yes, they said they had dirt on Bailey. Sorry, I so, didn't unmute. But, no, okay, okay, but so it was it was the pretend teaser for an entire show, but we only got one subject that they talked about. I don't Right. <sighs> something. Oh, they said something about Jay Uso's secrets with the Samoan. Yeah, family. the joke all this is stuff that doesn't happen. The joke is that they have all these subjects, but then it gets ruined. Okay, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. It's just bad. I know. I know. Uh, so what it, it what it really is is that they want to talk about the Mandy Rose thing that Miz somehow finagled Mandy Rose getting transferred yes. to Raw. They show Talking Smack where Miz announced it, and then Miz gives his pitch that, hey, I'm not a bad guy. I did this because having that that to cash in the briefcase is a yes. lot of pressure. He can't have a girlfriend mm-hmm. hanging around. So so either Otis can go – I he didn't state this as well as he should have. Either Otis can go to the other show, Raw. Yes. I don't know how, but I guess Miz can do these things and be with his girlfriend – if he gives them the case, I don't know why you would have to do I, both. I don't I, know. So heavy machinery runs out because faces and heels. They beat up Miz and pull his pants off so he's in his underwear. Yeah. Backstage, Miz is back there. Morrison is, says, oh, my gosh, we really screwed up now. And Miz says, oh, did we? And he takes out his phone and he says, did you see what happened? Was that enough? More fake lawyer stuff. With real law, no, no. Forget everything I said about Miz being in retribution. No, don't forget it because he still is. In the box, there's a box. Nakazaro <laughs> says, not even, Nakazaro pretty much says, we have to talk about a feud that really doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and it's a pay-per-view. They're going to wrestle Lucha Party. How is that? What? Think about the two people in Nakazaro. Zaro. Yes, Cesaro they're incredible. Was- Incredibly and the- underused and talented. And Nakamura, who could have been a legend if he stayed in Japan. But isn't it, right, but isn't it, he was a legend in Japan, but isn't it fitting that they're going against, again, two other awesome wrestlers that are saddled with this Lucha House Party gimmick. So so really, this is all really good wrestlers all stuck. Which if you think about it. Which doesn't make sense about this match that comes next. Because it's Grand Metalik versus Cesaro. Right. Match, match, match. Uh, the other two Lucha Party guys get on the apron and tell him what to do, which confuses. The, the ref throws them out, and then this, it's a distraction from... So, the, right, the story is that Lince wants to be a face and tell him to just do good things to win, and Kalisto's skating line of heel, so he's telling him other things to do that are wrong. Yes, that's the story. There's a complex story within Lucha House Party. This is not what <laughs> WWE should be focused on. There's a complex. Think story. about that. Which is one of the most covered. complex stories in wrestling right now, besides like the stupid retribution thing, in in WWE is the Lucha House Party conflict story. But it's that not shouldn't be anything. Covered. 
not that it should be covered, but it's not covered. But it was when they were in a box. That was the story. They talked. They did. They did no, show but, it. But has a commentator ever said anything like, no, it's not. No, it's no, not no. They, Larry, they did a little bit. They did. Of course, Zara wins. Yeah. Backstage, Kayla is with Jay Uso. And Jay says, ah, everything looked bad last week. But Paul said it was just a miscommunication Love about it. me not having to do all the work. So we're still good. And I'm going to win me a title because, sure. The smilier he is, the better the pay-per-view payoff will be. Honestly, it's not like this can be his character, but it's the only time I've wanted to see that Uso on my screen. Yep, so me too. Now we get a Matt Riddle spot, which is exactly what everyone said would happen when he got called up. Yep. He's a he's a stupid. He's a one ball. note idiot. He's like, my gimmick is bro, not drugs. He's a bro this and bro that. Bro. This is again like like Jericho trying to do a cookie monster on the Tron or whatever. Like this is that sounded bad. But this is like <laughs> Yeah, this is this is dumb. It's always a bottom half. Yes, they, 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 you don't see it, but it's there. Um, wow, I uh, f it. This, Continue. Yeah. Move past Riddle. I hate it. So this is a guy that I like. That's what makes me mad. And then he came out on a list as of horrible monsters, and now they're now he's an idiot on TV. So great. So Alexa Bliss is what they talk about now. Oh, she has a podcast along with everybody. Oh my God. She just went to like seven kids on the streets with lemonade stands and burned them to the ground. Moment of bliss. We're back to that. So we've had, we've had Ms. TV or, or no, it's not Ms. TV. Dirt Dirt, Sheet. Dirt Sheet and and Moment of Bliss in the same show. Do we need that? I don't understand why we decided who's working in the truck. This is the first moment of bliss in the Thunderdome, we're told, and it's totally quiet. Yeah. Did, was there any crowd noise during this whole No, thing? a lot of times, like at the beginning, we didn't say this, but at the beginning of the night, it was like they forgot to turn on yes. the, the fake noise. Nikki Cross, of course, is going to be our guest. Nikki comes out and she goes, she goes, man, I've been beating me in the silver to Mathena and... I honestly, I do that imitation. I know, but I this no time it was really, really hard to understand her. She said something about Bailey and a ship sailing somewhere. I don't know. Hmm. Nikki said, uh, but Nikki says, besides a lot, Alexa, what is going No, now she's Sean Connery. Says, she says, Alexa, what's going with you? She goes, yeah, hat met with us an hour again. Yes. What? Alexa says, did Alexa, she told Alexa she's been changing. But what did Alexa say back? Because Alexa didn't have a chance to really talk before Lacey came out. So what does Alexa think about herself? I don't know. We don't know, and that's part of the problem. So okay, Lacey. this is this is, like this is where I realized that I might hate Lacey Evans as a character and a person <laughs> more than anyone on the roster right now. This was her noises that she makes. I hope you know what I'm talking about. Which, well, when she fakes laughs, when she fake laughs and puts the puts the uh, handkerchief on her face. Give me an example. I can't even do the impression. And do the impression. (laughs) I know she sounds like a a (laughs) drunk penguin. (laughs) I'm gonna find the clip, so you keep talking. Okay. 
So I'm yeah, gonna Lacey find comes it. out because Lacey, Lacey is the most evil person in the world made that way by losing a karaoke contest. Exactly. Don't and ever also, forget. yes, I'll never forget. She turned heel because of karaoke, but then I also will never forget that she forgets all her lines. I expect that, but think about it. She is healed because of, she was an all American Marine who loved this country and wanted to do what's right for her little girl. She threw that all away. Yep. Because of a karaoke contest. I know. Oh, she is off. I my notes. And Lacey is awful. Boy, she, is she doesn't know what to say next. She forgets all her lines, and then she makes the drunk penguin noise. And I just want to throw up because she's so dumb. Not because she's a good heel or whatever people are going to try and convince me of. Like she's doing her no. job properly. Okay, I'm finding the clip of her right now. Uh, so, I just want to hear the noise she makes because it's so embarrassingly bad. So obviously the match we're going to go into is Lacey versus Nikki Cross yeah. with, with Alexa Bliss on commentary, of okay. course. Because right, but let's hear the noise, okay? Okay. Changing, huh? What else are we going to sit out here and talk about? Your, uh... <laughs> your feelings? <laughs> <laughs> that is, okay, now I know why you said Pigwood, because that sounds like Danny DeVito. Yes, it's bad. Or it sounds like, what's his name? Mickey from Rocky. What was his name? Matt Burgess Meredith. <laughs> okay, hold on. I think she does it again here. Please. Okay, here. You, you nasty thing. Here. Here it is. Instead of sitting out here asking your friends some questions, what you ought to be doing is on your knees thanking her. Because when she... Wa- what you ought to be doing is on your knees. Okay, hold on. <laughs> that sounds bad. Walked away from that match, okay, here. Which I'm sure you remember. She simply here comes made me. Uh, she forgot all her lines. Off of my game. <laughs> like now, here's the noise. Which is why, and the only reason. <laughs> is this real? Okay, hold on. You won that fatal four-way last week, and you. Was that a sentence? No. No. Okay, let's continue. Is in the world that you want to, sweetheart, but it will not prepare you to get back in that ring with Bailey because Bailey has something you will never have, honey. What? And that's a mean streak. You're too nice, Nikki. You're too nice, you're too short, you're too weak, and you damn sure don't have a backbone, honey. Which is why you will never be okay, Bailey. <laughs> God, that's worse than the game eat promo. It's really bad. Yeah. You want to know whose cadence she's using? I couldn't figure it out. Lana? He's orange and has really bad hair. Oh, that's awful. And I wouldn't uh, be surprised. Yeah, I know. But the laughing, what is that? Mm, okay. Yeah, she uh wow, what a what a good one. Sorry, I had to, like the like the time that I I said that oh gamey wasn't that bad and then you made me play the clip I had yeah. to play that clip. Yeah, <laughs> gamey right by everybody. Yep. Uh, okay, uh, so Lacey against Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss on commentary. <sighs> I'm so sick 
that when someone gets a nickname from their tag partner or friend, now the commentators are calling her Lexi. Oh. No, don't. It's it's a character thing. Don't do that. And then for some reason, uh, Graves constant. Remember, you were a heel, Alexa. Yeah. Remember, you did Healy things, and Alexa's like, I I don't remember. Do, I don't know what we're going for here. <sighs> I don't know. No, not not you. What? What did she even say? I th- I'm not sure. Wants me to not remember? Sorry, I'm not sure. Stop. Uh, what is this Lacey Evans hand sanitizer gimmick now? I couldn't tell. All I know this is... is absolutely is, illegal. Okay, it's illegal. It's a foreign object. But then when she's stuffing it into Nikki's eyes, the commentators are like, Oh my God, it's burning her eyes. Nikki's eyes are wide open and it doesn't even affect her at all. But it's no, I like I don't I don't know I don't know. But Nikki wins anyway. Nikki goes to the back. Lacey yells at Alexa Bliss and says something using the word fiend. Well, first of and all, I earlier tonight. Gonna- okay, so earlier tonight, Michael Cole has pointed out for the first time ever that when anyone utters the word the fiend, first of all, that's stupid. Then Alexa Bliss goes into a trance. I've never, if that happened, then that's new. Okay. But first of all, the word, the fiend, that doesn't make any sense. But yes, the fiend was said. So Alexa goes into a trance. Why couldn't they have thought of this earlier? Okay. Here's the problem. Alexa, the first time I remember anything happening like this, was the coffee cup thing. Yeah. She didn't go into a trance. She no. got mad when they yes. mentioned the feet. She wasn't in a trance. Yep. Whatever. Retcon. I, I, I want this to work so badly. Retcon. Yeah. So, yeah, she goes in a trance. She beats up Lacey. And Cole has to spell it out. She said the word fiend. See? Well, now he knows what? it's. Now he says the words the fiend. So he knows what it means. We see Sasha Banks being mic'd up backstage, so that's what we're getting. But we come back, it's Paul Heyman Heyman narrating a video package about Roman Reigns and all the Samoan and his family. They never mention you being the neighbor of his dad, but whatever. Well, they they moved around so much. (laughs) That's true. How long were they there near you? The Rock? Yeah. Only a few years, not long. But the Wild Samoans, I mean... Forever, so what did they give out? Offense, he could live there for for I don't know how many years. Forever, what did they give out for trick and tri- trick or treat? I didn't go there. We only went on Larry. We only went on our street. Very, they didn't live on our very, street. You were no. very timid. Okay, if I knew the wild, I know you would go to their house. Over, I know I would trick or treat there every year. But isn't it funny? Did you see somebody posted on the board a picture of the rock fishing at the canal or whatever? No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. At that canal? No, no, no. No, a different one. But I'm. my point is that it's just like, like father, like son. But it's just funny to me to see because, you know. Like, I could say every week on this show that Rocky Johnson went fishing in my backyard and no one would. That sounds like a bunch of bull crap. But it really happened. 
that that's either you're a great liar because you understand the fact that you make up something that's so weird that it wouldn't be that no one would ever. But what make a it up, stupid thing to make up! Really no, exactly. That's how you. It lie. is one hundred percent real. The Rock was in my high school. He was one year above me. He's one year older than me. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. My only brush with the greatness is I walked to with Jeff Jarrett for like six blocks. One block before I realized who he was. That's funny. But uh, uh, so uh, who was interviewed here? This was um, Sasha. Sasha Banks in one of the Santana in Sarasota. Oh, okay. Sasha. In one of the worst, I can't believe that she's the face in this feud. Interviews. I was embarrassed by her. She's not believable. This was horrendous. Well, if okay. Spoiler alert: The interview ends with Bailey jumping out and beating her up, which was why the best part. Be so, yeah, why did it need to be so long? This, if that was the finish. This was forever of Sasha showing us she can't act. This was embarrassing. Yes. This made me not care that she's the face in peril. I don't care if she gets revenge. This is this is such a far fall from how good they were as a team. All you had, well, all you had to do was have her say, "The doctors are really upset." They just don't know what's going to happen. Anything. And then have Bailey. Yes. Jump out. But instead, I, yeah. they they expose they expose her weaknesses by just letting her ramble on, and you realize how she's not that great. Sasha has a lot of strengths. You know her weaknesses anytime she has to go more than three sentences deep. Yep. But that's fine. That's that's a lot of wrestlers. It's fine. Have her in the neck breaks. Have her say. It's really painful. And the sad thing the is that, that the last part of her promo, she starts to get good all of a sudden. Then Bailey cuts it off, but it's too late because we already heard most of the promo, which was her fake crying. And you, But you know why? Because that last part of the promo was actually written down because that's the cue part. Yep. So, yeah, Sasha obviously can do Well, I like, hate to break this to you, but the whole thing was written down because WWE does not let her freestyle at all. If she yeah, if I'm she goes off freestyle. course, yes, if she goes off course, it's by accident or because she couldn't if forget. You, okay. But if you give a transition line, that's the line you're thinking about. Right. You're always thinking mm-hmm. about the line to cue somebody else in. So she was obviously that. If you would have given her something short like that, she could have done it. I like Sasha. Sasha can do yep. stuff. You just can't do everything. No. Nobody can do everything. Come back and they're like, wow, Sasha's really hurt. No cardboard cutouts here, they say. What? Again, again, Cole, you mean all those other shows, whether it be the Emmys, whether it be, you know, football, hockey, soccer, whatever it is. You mean all those other shows that are beating you in the ratings? Yeah. Okay, shut up. I understand Cole's not the one saying this. He's being told to say this, but it's embarrassing when WWE's Talking about the cutouts when they don't get as good rate of ratings as these other sports and shows. And also, first week, maybe it was interesting. At this point, would you care if it was cardboard cutouts? No, it doesn't matter. In fact, I think it would be cooler if you could pay to have your cardboard cutout, put it there, and then have them ship it to you, and you have it at home. That'd be really funny, yeah. I'd give 40 bucks for that. I know you would, but that wouldn't even cover shipping, so... Well, that's all I'm giving. <laughs> Unless they fold it up really small. Yeah, shove it up your butt. I'd yes. get more. Uh, that's really, 
That would be, hey, who do you want a life-size cutout of? I would say me every time. I know you would. Uh, AJ Styles against Sami Zayn. This is okay, except the Blue Thunder Bomb is a move instead of a finisher. Right, I know. Which sucks. I like that move. AJ sneaks in a roll-up. He wins. Sammy's upset, but he says, hey, this was non-title. It wasn't, he doesn't really have, have Whatever. <laughs> Jeff Hardy comes out, and he goes under the ring to get a ladder, obviously, because we know it's going to – but no, he grabs a table first. Right. It was a trick. But three weeks ago, who said it, this was going to happen three weeks ago? Yes. It okay. needs to happen. And, and it will be a decent match. But the problem is what we know about AJ – I know he's not winning. So, yeah, I don't. It seems like, like it seems like Jeff Hardy's just going to win this. That would suck. Yeah. Jeff chests him all off. He says, hey, I want a three-way ladder match, just like we all knew for the for the disputed title. That I don't won. you love the way that they have Sami Zayn come back with the disputed title and a guy with a red hair and beard attack Jeff Hardy and all that stuff, and then it it was and Seamus never admitted that it was him, and yet we never did anything with this guy either. So WWE just sucks. Why does it heal? He would have admitted it. At yep, I know. Otis and Tucker talk, and Otis is served with some legal thing. Oh. Is this a part? Why did didn't I write this down? This is so bad. I thought did. Oh, no, it is later. Okay, I had to scroll ahead in my notes because Tucker says something weird. Like, yeah, because they go they, to break. Yeah, they go to break. Come back, Miz and Morrison. <clears throat> tells Miz and Morrison is, is suing them. Oh, no, yeah. Otis is getting sued. Yeah, negligence, all this stupid stuff. Mm. And you have one week to decide what you're going to do. Turn over the briefcase or get sued. What? And Otis says, uh-oh, we're in trouble. And Tucker says, well, you're in trouble. Oh, Ooh. Now, that made me kind of sad. But that's the first thing we've ever seen between these two, right? Yep. And that made me sad. So it worked. Uh, Corbin and Seamus talk. We're going to win. Whatever. Then, uh, oh, hey, Seamus, your car's being towed. And he says, "Uh uh-oh, better go check on that. Well, hold on. Okay. Yeah. But before that, remember how I said... He Seamus would have had to have paid that security guard to say that Xavier yeah. was there because he he never could have seen Xavier, so he was in on it. They they said it. He was in on it, and he was paid. Yeah, I was shocked that they even bothered. So it's Biggie wants to beat him up, but now he runs away. But oh, Biggie's got that security guard. He's going to get revenge on him. He beats him up. He goes, "I'm going to beat you up. I don't even know your name, but I'm going to call you Larry." So he calls him. He Larry. does. He says he's Larry. That's funny. Uh, but Adam Pierce comes in and says, I'm going to stop this because I can do everything, even though I don't know who or what he is. Come back. Uh, more of who is this woman? That's probably Carmela. Yeah, I know. But again, it would be funny if it was Melina and she's really small. Um, but like, before we get to the, well, we already did the Carmela thing, but let me tell you something. This, this security guard guy thing doesn't even make sense because, what do you mean? Well, because the point was he'll do anything for money, right? So then when when he says, oh, your car's being towed, then shouldn't he then go to Biggie and say, I I did what you told me. And then Biggie's like, good, now I'm going to kill you because you're some kind of mercenary. Instead, the guy was like, I didn't know. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm saying it doesn't, you don't fix one without fixing the other. It's, it's not how it works. That is anyway. exactly how they work. Ugh. I'm surprised they fixed anything. So I'm not saying fix like that. I'm saying like the fix is in like a fight. You don't, you, one guy can't take a dive if the other guy doesn't know it's happening. Like that's not how that works. Anyway. I don't know anything about Olympic diving. But uh, oh Samoan God, street man. fight, tag match. Uh, let's let's is, right now. Is that let's a thing. No, but let's right now compare. This is a Samoan street fight. This could have been anything, right? Yeah. Let's compare this street fight main event with the street fight main event on AEW. One complete feelings, emotions, story, grudge, cool moves, everything. This was the complete opposite. This was pointless. Stupid, wasted my time, and then it's just over. Yeah. It's not completely pointless. It is a placeholder, as in the way that the number zero is a placeholder, but has no value. That is so. Well, that's sad then. Again, Mm. imaginary number. Uh, Samoan Street Fight, which, again, don't know what that means. If that just means that some of the participants are Samoan, it's a little racist kind of racially insensitive yes why wasn't it an irish street fight then because one of the guys i read roman reign comes out paul's gonna talk but no he gives the mic Just to roman rain. which i thought was cool well reigns wanted it yeah and i thought but i thought that was cool instead of instead yep. of being you know mm-hmm. the same thing we've always seen with brock lesnar it's yep. different Roman says, I come out here first because it's my yard and it's my island and it's my WWE and all that stuff. Yep. It, it wasn't great, but it was better than he usually it's, is. It's <clears> the <throat> best reigns we're getting. Yes. It, that is, I told somebody at work, I said, I'm never going to be huge on Roman Reigns, but I feel this is the best I'm ever going to get. And I'm enjoying it. And that is all that matters. Yep. Now, Uso. Not an Uso fan. This is the best we're ever going to oh get. Oh my and god! For this was now, this was it. this was so good. When he walks Again, away, oh my god! It's just a it's a street fight. I don't know why you got to be a Samoan to somebody has to be. Yeah. but when it's Uso, over, I'm saying that after the finish, this was so good. Uso goes through a table. Uh, Roman puts Sheamus through the announce desk. Uh, weird spear to Sheamus that looked weird, yeah. but Uso pins Baron Corbin. Right. So that's. Uso glove belt. But it's not just that. Okay. It's not just that he pins Corbin. Reigns Reigns did the spear. And I guess there's no tags because there's no DQ. So Reigns could have gotten the win. But Uso kind of stole it from him. So Reigns is looking at him like he's going to kill him. But Jay is so oblivious. Oh, he's so happy. Yeah. He's so... Uso gets the belt and he goes to hand it to him. He doesn't. (gasps) But... But but it's not like in the way that we always see this in wrestling because Uso just playing man because they're such good friends right they hug it out and and Roman Reigns does this the is, hug I'm not going to poop on Roman Reigns all the time no he does he can do things this He's fine it's this just, but yeah he acts he says oh yeah bud we're such good friends and they hug it out and they're all friendly and man Roman Reigns. A 10. I give him a 10 out of 10 here. Yep. Because he's he's like, yeah, we're buds, man. And Uso gets out of the ring. He gives him the title. And Uso's so happy going up the ramp. Everything is going his way. Everything is coming up Uso. 
and Roman Reigns once he leaves that face on Roman Reigns. He wanted to murder favorite faces in Jay Uso, murder Jay Uso, and erase him from the universe. This was incredible. It is. It's not the look of someone looking at their foe. Nope. It's not the look of a feud. It is the look this, of someone going to step on a mosquito. They they have not been able to swat so far. It's, but it finally landed, and they're like, I am going to kill this. I Fine. love this. And this SmackDown yeah. sucked, but this Uso and Reigns thing is so well done. And you can tell this is all Paul Heyman. It's just... Listen, people are talented. You don't get to WWE without having some sort of talent, yeah. but people need direction. People they need sure someone. do. And look, Roman Reigns, not my favorite wrestler ever, but he's putting on his show here. Uso can't stand the Usos. They annoy me. But man, hey, guess what? You took that character thing that annoys me and yep. made me enjoy it. Amazing. It's crazy. So good. Yeah. Loved it. And I tell you, I've never looked more forward to a squash match in my life. Yeah. So that, okay, that they're doing well. Yeah. So we, we had, we had a, AEW was fantastic. This show, not the best, but it had some things. Let's keep going downhill, Joe. Okay. Monday Night Raw. Here we go. Live from the Thunderdome. Way downhill. Oh my God. The opening is that. You know, now, then, for everything, but it's doing the rewinding thing, just like it did with the fiend. They didn't even bother to change it, Larry. Okay, but why is it doing that? Because retribution is supposedly in the truck, right? But why would they be? But they're there. Okay, but there's like fifty of them, so maybe they are also in the truck. But the point is, no, 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 no. But why would they be? And also, it's upside down the graphics, right? I know. What I'm saying is, they also did this when it meant the fiend was interfering with the thing. So they're so lazy that magic monsters and terrorists do the same thing. Okay. Magic they, not, not just, yep. you know, you know, I, I think a lot of the times these, you know, it's kind of the terrorists are kind of magic. Monsters. They are. So retribution comes in the ring through the crowd, but it's the main five guys, right? Tom says, they signed a contract with WWE and, well, we'll tell you about it in a little bit. But, oh my God, that's where I see Jerry the King is there because this week's Uh-oh. lineup is Tom, okay, so it's Liar Tom, Jerry the King, and Byron, and I want to cry. Okay. I just want to give Byron a hug. I know. He shouldn't have to be there. How did they... Okay, so how did these Retribution guys sign contracts with no names I write? Well, we'll find out later. <laughs> the same okay, way Joe, Mr... Joe, that is a great... That's a great, perfectly valid point. But after watching Raw, that is point nine hundred and forty-three. Yep. on the questions I have about this Raw. I'll try to answer makes, none of them, but... You cannot. Okay, so here's what they did. They finally made them unique and gave the main five guys all new looks and masks. So one of them is the Predator. So Dio Madden is the Predator, right? And then Dijakovic is Bane. Oh. And then the wimp and then and then the little one, which maybe Shane Thorne, maybe not. He's Jason. And then the um Ladies. and then the late the 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 women. Mia Yim and Mar- uh, Mercedes Martinez, 
they just have like COVID masks on kind of, and they don't have, okay. So, so everybody, but everyone has new looks, but the but point that's is because, because medium has hair, the different color right. hairs. So but now is. with the new looks, only the littlest guy with the hockey mask is a guy. You can't tell who it is. Everyone else, you can see enough of their face that you know who they are like way well, okay, more but, than but before. You're, overdoing this last week they told us they were from the performance center. i know they did they did right so it's, it's so they you don't have to think about it it's pretty narrowed down so right last there. week they said they're from the performance center this week they're wearing barely any masks yet the commentators don't have a clue who they could possibly be so they're all stupid well right now i do believe that about jerry lawler he's never watched an episode of nxt he's never life. watched raw larry unless he was on it so yeah so okay and barely then I don't want the house. So uh, Mia Yim talks first. She says something about money being stupid and sick of sick of all the people that are here for money and fake brass rings. Dijakovic talks, who's he's now Bane, and he says that money sucks and you all in WWE are prostitutes. What? I can... What are we talking about? Did they? So they signed a contract with no pay, maybe? Somebody tweeted and I retweeted it. They said, Retribution does not want money. Are they working for food or gift cards? So <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so, okay, they talk some more. The Hurt Business comes out. And MVP says, Well, minute, you guys. Okay. Go so, ahead. who am I? rooting for here that's the problem is last week raw ended with the hurt business attacking retribution and then me going wow they're like my heroes but they're heels so this doesn't make any sense well mvp says we're gonna fight you all and hurt you with the hurt business but then when they go to fight retribution goons the the guys that are just hoodie guys that look like the ninjas they surround the ring there's like 20 of them and then they attack so the Hurt Business is outnumbered. But here's the where we learn that Vince McMahon obviously negotiates with terrorists because these guys got a WWE contract and they're for being terrorists and they don't have names. So wait, remember when, okay, let's think back, Larry. Remember when that episode of, with remember Postman Pierce on the Firefly Funhouse? Yes. Was that the night that Vince gave him GM and hiring and firing powers? Because I think it was. He didn't just put him in charge of getting those signatures. He put him in charge, period, because did he sign these people because he's in on this? Because his security sure doesn't oh God, work. I wish. Okay, Joe, you want a story so badly. And that would be fun. They This, to me... Everything I saw tonight, no, we're just barely into this. Yeah. Showed me they just started this with no idea where it was going. Probably no idea who was even in it. Right. And it didn't take off. And they're like, let's just go with this for now. Yes. It's going to be a two month run and we're done. <clears throat> okay. Well, if you thought that part of Raw was stupid, that was nothing compared okay. to what's coming. You have no idea. So are we are we done with the retribution thing right now, or is it is for the opening segment? We went to break now. Okay. What? WTF? I don't. Right. 
What just happened? I don't know. They, they said something about that they have, they could do anything. We're gonna, they we're gonna, want we're, okay, we're going to get that there in detail in a little bit. So let's just hold on on that one. Okay. So much to unpack. In yeah, this there is. There is. Backstage, Sarah interviews Rey Mysterio with Mama <laughs> Mysterio and Aaliyah Mysterio. And Ray says, We are here for Dominic. Dominic, Dominic. Dominic, it's his soccer practice, and we will always be there for him. Okay. Street Profits come but, out. But but yeah. I have cheerleading practice. Shut up. I know. That's where we're going. Aaliyah, you know nothing about anything. Okay, so Street Profits come out. <laughs> Who's the girl from Family Guy? Shut up, Aaliyah. Hey. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> me. If she it. comes out with a toboggan thing, I'll die. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. Um, Street Profits go on commentary, so that's the worst. Oh. But King says this. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you. I have to ask you before I forget. Yeah. Who is worse? Or If you had to have Street Profits on commentary or Usos, who is worse? Well, it's this, It's almost the same because all they do is repeat themselves. Yes. It's like Shane McMahon in the underground, Street Profits and Usos are all the same person. Sick, sick, sick. I see you, bro. I see a fam. Yep. I see a fam. Penitentiary, penitentiary. Yep. Yeah. You figured it out. That's the pattern. It's just you don't have to have anything to say. Just repeat it a lot. So now here's the shocker. Yeah. Street Profits are not the worst tag team to be on commentary. Nope. Tonight. There's going to be one later where one of them, <laughs> one of them that might have. And it's not the Usos. Yep, one of them that might drown herself in a bathtub has nothing to say. <laughs> okay. So, King's and Okay. I had to quote this. King says this. Byron, 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 you love these guys, don't you? Why? Ironside, do you think I know everybody backstage who's black? So that's what he said. Oh, oh Byron, the by the way, I, I told you, uh, we talked about this off air. I noticed because yeah. I watched it a little later than you. Eventually, Byron starts saying stuff because obvious tonight is the most obvious King has never watched the product. Yes. Ever. Byron, eventually, King will say something like, I can't believe he, he did that. And Byron will say, He's been doing that for the last month. Exactly. It was amazing. Because Byron, of course, but his character has no backbone, but yep. it was amazing. Might as well call King out because He's he doesn't belong that. there. Yep. King is now an outsider to me, so I don't want him there. So, um, triple threat number one contenders match. Yes, this is real. I don't know how. There's so much to unpack here. It's not even funny. Let's begin. Here's the three teams. Andrade and Angel Garza. On what planet? Do they deserve any kind of shot? They can't ever, ever, ever win against the Street Profits. What are we what, doing? This is match 700. Tagging together. Okay, last week they got in a fist fight with each other yes. to the point where Zelina Vega, Zelina Vega left them, and now they're just back together and they're perfectly fine because we need teams. What? Okay, you know what? Here's the problem. It's wrestling. You can fix anything. Before this, show me a segment of where one of them is sitting backstage all sad. And the other one goes, hey, have you heard from Vega recently? And, he's like, and that no. brings them together. Right. Well, yeah, now at that, least, I, you, you know, this is all we got. Now that's, like, yeah, you're all, 
Yeah. Anything. Anything. That takes seconds. Now, that's what you wrote, Larry. How about this even simpler one? There's a title opportunity. Let's get back together for today. That's it. Okay. They're going to be taking on, it's a triple threat match, so they're going to be taking on Larry, Rollins, and Murphy. Same story. Last week, Rollins beat the crap out of Murphy. They're together this week. This one, at least you can argue. Because obviously there's nothing Seth Rollins has to do this week. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Another thing. Even they're, to they're the point, in a whole other thing. Why would they even be close to this? I don't know. When they're in a whole I other could story. not tell you. And I, 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 listen. At least this storyline you could explain away. Like Murphy's in a cult and he's he's in a trance or whatever. But no, forget it. Anyway, I'm, and the third team. Oh my God! I'm just not gonna. Dominic and Dale Gas, Larry. Yeah, okay. They've never, ever, ever, ever teamed up, and they're but in a Joe, number they, one they contenders must have match. Something in common. Oh right. Joe, they, they they must have something in common. Yes, they're both both of their names start with a D. Oh well, then yeah, mm. big D's. Larry, oh god, Larry, what are we doing? How is this? Okay, the Vikings are injured. Whatever. This is. This is the tag teams on Raw. One fake tag team, one tag team that just broke up, and another tag team that just broke up. I told you because Joe I, Joe watched it a little earlier than me and yeah. said, this is terrible. And after I watched it, I said, "It's, but it's not terrible in the way that those boring Raws were terrible. No. This is terrible in the way that episode of Pokemon put you into some kind of shock. You mean a seizure. Like, yes. Yes. After this was done, so many things. I, none of this made sense. This episode. It make, doesn't make sense. Is, it doesn't flow. The, it's the, the most illogical episode I've ever seen, I oh, think. Good. Okay, exactly. That was the point I was trying to make when we were talking off air. You're saying it's, it's, it's one of the worst. It's not one of the worst, but it is honestly, I think, maybe one of the most confusing, un, not logical, just. I can't let's I can't, let's re- I can't explain the previous segment <sighs> before I get to another segment I, I can't explain. Let's re let's state the problem. There's a pay-per-view on Sunday and it had almost no matches booked. <laughs> 6 days away, almost no matches were booked for it. They're like, "Oh my god, what are we going to do?" And that's what tonight was. <sighs> okay. So later tonight, by the way, Mickey James versus Zelina Vega, number one contenders match. Larry, we're building this pay-per-view six days before it exists. And it's Mickey James, who's won one match in like three years, versus Zelina Vega, who I don't think has ever won a match. Maybe one. And they're going for, for the, the number one contenders. Go against the the toughest female wrestler in Right. So legit. whoever wins. The match is going to be 30 seconds. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it goes going against the most legit female wrestler in WWE. Yep. So, in this match... I get it. Okay, let's get worse. Rollins says out loud that this isn't important and the tag titles are garbage, basically, and he leaves. Good thing you put him in that match. Oh, Powers my God. Wing Clipper on Murphy... Dale Gass and Dominic are dead or something. And oh my God, it's Angel and Andrade against Street Profits on Sunday for the millionth time. 
I, no one wants to see that. Of all this. the combinations you just so showed me, two of them at least were interesting. Yeah. One was absolutely something I've seen a million times and I have no interest in. What's worse, that or Nikki Cross against Bailey for the hundredth time? I would say they're oh, equal. Oh, that. Okay. No, 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 no. I'll take Nikki Cross against Bailey because you have the Alexa Bliss uh, okay. thing thrown in there. You don't know what's going on there. Yes. Okay, backstage. We're at the Retribution. No, that's not what it's called. Raw Underground Door. Jordan's at the door. He's the guard. Shane comes out. Tonight, they remind us that it's Tabby Dabadoo against Braun Strowman. And Shane is on the KO show. What? What? Okay. Why? Okay. okay. Why is this segment so long? Who is the door guard guy? Jordan. Jordan. Why is it? Hey, Shane. Hey, Jordan. I'm going to go to KO. Better be careful. You want me to go? No, you stay here. I can go. No, you should probably stay here. I, well, yeah, but, you know, I, I can go with you. Yeah, but you stay here. I, 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 Shane I, I, ruins I everything. I hate Shane so bad. He's even, so bad. Even though he is a smaller part of Raw, it's still painful. Now we get to retribution backstage. They say money is for chumps because they're getting paid in <laughs> gift cards and food. And they and that retribution that I'm sorry. Oh my god. Hurt business will pay with a match against us. Okay. All right. Got it. Already in the ring, Kevin Owens for the KO show. Guest idiot Shane comes out. And they're like, remember when we feuded for a long time on SmackDown? Ha 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 ha. Yabba foo comes out and oh my God, Larry, I think what, now what's his name here? It's Daba Kato, but what was his name in, when he was in the greatest world rumble? Daba, oh my God, I can't remember. Yeah, I, um, Baba Tunde. It'll, it'll, it will be changed if he sticks. I know, but here's the thing, Larry, I think that they realized today they were like, oh, we'll just use this Tron from the Greatest World Rome. And they were like, oh my God, that's a different name. This Tron is so generic and bad. I think they made this today. Mm. Okay. But Joe, if they came to you with two hours to make a Tron, it's not that hard. I know. It's a Guess video. what? How long? How long is a Tron? Mm, Four seconds. And for his, it was zero seconds because it was just a graphic of his name. That was it. Um, Tom is calling, instead of Dabakato, because he can't pronounce it or whatever, he's calling him Big DK. First of all, that doesn't look good in writing. But second of all... It doesn't sound right because your DK is Donkey Kong. And I write like Donkey Kong, and I wrote, I hate this. Again... Why has wrestling screwed up names so bad? We'll get we'll, all night long. We'll get into bad. You names. can't possibly imagine the finish of Raw. You'll never guess. Okay, Owens wants a I match. Never saw it coming. Yes, Owens wants a match eventually with Dabakato. Look how small. Eventually. Not, eventually, not tonight. But look how small he is compared to this Yabadabadoo guy. He slaps Yabadabadoo in the face and Shane's like, not now, guys. Braun Strowman comes out because he's the other guest on the Kevin Owens show. Larry, is this a part of the quarterly brand-to-brand invitational? Because Braun on Raw Underground is one thing, but Braun on regular Raw? Yes. Why is no one on commentary shocked that Braun is on regular Raw? There's five different rule sets for jumping shows now. 
at least I'm not going back to count them, but I guarantee we have been told five different rules for how you jump shows. Yes. So Shane says, you guys aren't allowed to fight here. If you fight here, you're not allowed to fight in the COVID den of eternal sickness. I've never understood what the difference is between raw underground and fighting. One's punching and one's wrestling. Alistair Black comes out of nowhere, attacks Owens, and crotches uh, him on the ring post a bunch of times so he can't have kids anymore. Alistair Black looks so ridiculous. <laughs> He's so he dumb. never recover from this it's ridiculous, so, it makes me so ridiculous sad. outfit. Yeah, it makes me very sad. So, is it his eye okay? What is? It is, and then it isn't, and then it is, and it isn't. Okay, here's where Tom goes into great detail. He says, Retribution's contract says they can do anything anytime to anybody and then that's dangerous because they were doing anything they wanted before and now they can do anything they want literally i don't know what that means but (laughs) this whole raw this whole raw is just built to keep you on your heels you cannot recover from one thing that you're wondering why until they slam another question on you this the riddles are never ending. I feel like Batman. Yes. Do the penguin laugh. What? Okay. What did we just explain to me what he just said? I. Okay. But okay. And now I'm not clear. I don't know if he means because he didn't say special contract. I said special. I don't know if he means because they have contracts. Now they're backstage so they could do whatever they want. Or if he means they have a special type of contract that says they could do whatever they want. So I don't even understand who would sign this again unless it's an inside bad guy like Adam Pierce. Secret you're bad guy. Trying to, you're trying to think of something. I know. Yeah. Vince just hired the people. Do you remember the guy that like pooped on NXT and tried yes. to set it on fire? Why would you hire that guy? Right. But WWE Vince apparently Raw Raw is so dumb that they hired Whoever's in charge of Raw is so stupid that they hired the, the, the terrorists. Backstage, Drew McIntyre gets interviewed by Charlie. And oh my God, it's Drew versus Keith Lee again tonight with stipulations about the pay-per-view again? What? No, no, this makes sense because tonight you get a clean finish. Oh, okay. Let's find out. Backstage, Retribution beats up jobbers. Because so, they can do anything they want. So they can do anything they want. Do. They chose to beat up Titus O'Neil. Okay. Don't they have 40 people, right? Yes. Now, first off, first off, five, one, two, three, five of them have a contract, right? Mm-hmm. But yet in that contract, I guess they have plus ones or plus fives. They have plus 20s. They can, yeah. bring, mm-hmm. they can bring to the show. Yeah. So we'll let that go. But each if you each one is a plus four, if I math. If you correctly. wanted to destroy Raw, which I don't know why they stop caring about SmackDown, but let's keep going. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't you just beat up everyone, and yeah. then there would be no Raw show, and you've destroyed Raw, right? I because if you don't want money, that would work, right? Okay. I don't know. I don't know what they want. I don't know either. They don't want money. Uh, Keith Lee versus Drew McIntyre. Oh my God, a graphic shows that if Orton can't compete, okay, if Orton can't compete on Sunday, then this match we're watching right now 
Keith Lee against Drew, which is the same match we saw last week on Raw, will also be a third time on pay-per-view. So this isn't believable in any way. This is not. Yeah. It's not believable that we're even having this match. I don't. No. And why would be the, the stipulation also be that if Keith Lee wins, it's a three-way match? That seems you would think, right? Only fair, right? What is Keith Lee? So if Keith Lee wins tonight, but Orton is ready to go, then, then Keith, Keith Lee, Lee gets, gets nothing. nothing. Yes, correct. Right. This doesn't make why any is sense. Everything in this raw trying to explode every synapse I have in my brain because they hate us, Larry. They don't care about <laughs> us at all. Um. This match isn't even that great. This match is boring. Claymore. Because you're waiting for the finish. Right. Claymore. Oh no, Keith Lee's out. But Orton comes in with, not even RKO, a chair. Disqualification. Complete waste of 15, 20 minutes. Orton uses a chair on Drew's jaw and then he punts Keith Lee. What? This match is an example of bad booking a match. This match was put together by somebody who knew that it was pointless. So let's get through it. I believe drew and Keith Lee could have a fantastic match. If you were like, okay, this is for the world title. We were building to this. Of course they could, but this sure wasn't good. It was whoever the agent or what, whoever did it. What? Oh yeah. We just got to do a match here until we get to Orton coming in. That ruins it. This, Whatever. I, don't I think, Keith, and don't problem. forget, Orton hit Drew, which means Drew wins, which means Keith yes. Lee has probably lost more matches at this point by disqualification than <laughs> it's horrible. So, or, so whatever, we see replays, and now Orton's by himself out there. And he says, um, shame on you fans for thinking I could not make it to pay-per-view. I'm always out of injury mode. He goes to, there's an ambulance on, you know, out there all night and he goes to the back of the ambulance. Yeah. I can't wait to see what happens with that. Right. And he's, he, he looks at it and we're like, okay, somebody's going to be in there or something. Right. He opens it up. Nothing. Then he says, I rode in this very ambulance a few weeks ago, but okay. And then I'm going to cut a five wait a minute, minute. Wait a minute. Is that a WWE owned ambulance? That's what I was going to say. A local. Right. Medical facility. But they didn't come for him. I guess when you're at these sporting events or wrestling, you get taken there by your own ambulance. You don't call an ambulance. You have your own EMTs take you to the local medical facility. That's how it's been. Because otherwise, there wouldn't be enough time to save you, right? Yeah, it's Orton. I wouldn't. I know. So he cuts a really confusing, boring promo where even he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, Drew McIntyre, you hit me with not one, not two, not three. Well, actually, three Claymores. <laughs> what an idiot. How many, wait, how many ropes are there? There's two, three, four sides. <sighs> <laughs> so, oh, oh, God. So he just talks and talks and talks, and I tune out. And then the, the go-homes, Drew's title reign will flatline. Get it? Ambulance and stuff? I'm Randy Orton. And that's it. What? Still, still not even in the top eight things wrong with this row. So, do you think it's possible that they do the ambulance? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict for Sunday. 
Do you think it's possible that during an ambulance match? Now, this is this should be the one where Orton wins the title, right? I think, yeah. Yeah. So, so Drew's about to win and take out Orton and put him in the ambulance. Opens the back of the ambulance. There's Keith Lee, who's sick of Drew's bullcrap. Gives him the Grizzly Magnum. And, and then Orton turns it into an RKO. And then Keith Lee just costs Drew the title. Keith Lee's heel turn is going to happen on Sunday. Because they don't have an uh, effing clue as to what to do with this guy. Uh, that would be terrible. I'm not saying it would be good. But it's an ambulance match. So what else is in the back of the ambulance? It's got to be Keith Lee, right? Well, he's the only person. Here's my question. If Orton is winning, which I assume he is, why wouldn't you put Keith Lee in there and have Keith Lee do the finishing move to Drew and Orton steal the pin? There's no pin. It's stuff him in an ambulance, Larry. Oh, well then. Okay. Keith Lee does some great move to Drew. Drew stands up all dizzy and Orton spears him into the ambulance after Orton has been a coward the whole match. Well, he doesn't do the spear, but I get your point. No, and he I know what you're saying. Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. He would have to do an RKO and then a, a quick throw him in there and close okay, the door. Okay, but my, but my point is yes, you can put over Keith Lee in this yeah. match. You could also make it a triple threat and have Orton stuff Keith Lee in the ambulance and have Drew lose the title without ever. ever that would protect yeah. Drew completely. It would be stupid, but they could do it. Yeah. Or, or Drew could get Keith Lee in the ambulance, but his shoe falls off, and then Orton picks up the shoe and throws it. Can you imagine if the if the back of the ambulance... <laughs> stop. Ambulance opens up, and it's Shawn Michaels with a super kick to Drew's face, <laughs> leading to no match ever. Wouldn't it be great if every time they open the ambulance, it's a different person? It's a different person. guy with a different move. <laughs> like... Like bat, when Batman's going up the wall and they open the window, it's always a famous celebrity. Yes. Like they open it with Sam Davis Jr. and he's like, hey, burb. I know. Why is it always Sam? Wasn't it Elvis one time? Did I imagine I that? <laughs> I, in my mind, it's always Sam Davis Jr. I know it is. I agree. Like, hey, I, Batman, that's who I was going to say. <laughs> Why is that the go-to? <laughs> I don't even know. If, was it ever Sam Davis Jr.? Why yes. Oh, I, 100% sure. Of course it was. <laughs> But he's like, hey, Bats, hey, Bats, I got my eye on you, just the one. Okay, and that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's so funny. So. <laughs> and, and they do the gimmick where he opens it up and it's a celebrity. And Orton closes it and looks at the camera. He's like, what? And he opens it back up and it's a different celebrity. That'd be good. And then he creaks it open and peeks it. <laughs> One time, could it be just because he doesn't have a job? Could it be Rowan and the spider? <laughs> Rowan's just holding a spider. <laughs> and Orton just shakes his head and walks off. Did they go to the same Halloween store for the outfits for the retribution tonight that they did for that oh. spider? I just wondered. Oh, yeah. Okay, so keep- backstage, Sarah interviews Asuka. <laughs> she asked her the dumbest question. But then Billy Kay exists. I thought she was gone. And then Peyton is sidles up to her. So they're only allowed to be in a ring together. They can't be a tag did team. You, did you not think she was her manager for a second? I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't quite sure. 
But they say they're still friends, and it's Asuka versus Peyton tonight. Even though Peyton wanted a title match after the pay-per-view or something, man, you can't even win anything. Why would you get a title match? I guess Mickey and Vega want title matches too, and they don't win either. Yeah, think of the three competitors that Asuka has in well four if you if you count both of the eye icons yes exactly number one contenders match for the women's title here we go selena vega versus mickey james first of all how and why mickey in a box says i did not give up last week so she's telling you the story and they show a replay of mickey losing without giving up byron says well something king what did you think about you know mickey james and her her uh not really giving up last week and king goes well i i mean she's social media she's all over it was all over social media i can't remember what it was but i saw mickey in some controversy really it when you upset byron because <laughs> by the end of raw byron is like oh my god king do you have any idea what's going on yeah wow so, okay. So now this match. Oh, by the way, Tom thinks it's the McDT, like the McDLT. Mm, sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, backstabber. Vega wins. By the way, less than two minutes allotted for this match for the number one contender. It was hot. Um, after Vega wins, which is kind of a shocker to me, but they say, well, Zelina Vega gets a chance at Asuka on the kickoff match. Oh. Oh, God. They have the Street Profits against Andrade and Angel Garza, and they're putting the women's title on the kickoff. Okay. What, do you think Selena's going to win? No. So. No, I think it'll be a minute match. Yeah. Uh, tonight, it's... Cedric versus Apollo Crews. Why again? Okay. Um, backstage, Hurt Business beats up Retribution, but none of the five guys, they only find the jobbers. This is so stupid. What can you say? In, let's see, this is September, October, November. In December, mm-hmm. will, will Retribution be nothing? I mean, not even mention that you will never hear the name Retribution yet after. No, you will. You will. Really? You will. And there will be more than five. can't carry this. There will be more than five guys in, in the, that are known. Okay. But my point is if, okay, you have to put in a name here. I don't know how you, how you carry I know. this without a name. I know. Um, Miz, no thanks. Now we get an uh-uh video package where men suck and women rule, which is fine to say, but then they fake the tire flipping footage. If you're going to say how great she is, show her really flipping a tire. Don't do the Braun Strowman fake flipping cars thing and then have her be super annoying and clap in people's faces with every word she says. And when they come back to the table, only Byron likes her. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, also, you show me somebody being a jerk in the gym to people and... Yep. That's heel. That is like yep. unspoken gym code. There's a, if you're, I don't care who you are, what shape you're in or whatever. If you're in a gym, you're trying. If you, if you are mean to anyone right. in the gym, you are the ultimate. You're jerk. a horrible you person. Like, you're like somebody from Revenge of the Nerds right. or something. 
Yeah, that is a a stereotypical 80s movie jerk is is someone who makes fun of someone in a gym. Yet that's all she did. Yep. She was a jerk. And as soon as they faked the tire part, I was like, wow, the whole thing of her being the best and all this is like not it doesn't count if you're faking this. Okay. earlier today, Akira Tozawa is at the beach with a ref ninja. Also, they think that Florida is Hawaii with this music. Okay, what? Tozawa? Okay. Okay, th- uh, listen. Is this not a fever dream that made no sense when you woke up? <laughs> okay. Everything in Raw, from the beginning, when 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 uh, Revolution, Retribution would come out, yeah. your mind starts being, I don't understand this. How, how does this, how does it work? We reach this point right here where it just goes off the rails to where your mind can't even try to impose sanity on yes. something. Keep going. Okay. Explain this whole thing. I can't, Larry, I don't well, even I know. I know you can't explain it, but tell them what you saw. Okay. Tozawa and the Ninja Ref look for the 24-7 title and our truth in the water? Why are they looking for him in the water? Then our truth. They know ahead of time that he's going. Right. So then we see our truth is there on the beach and he looks in the water and he sees a shark. So shouldn't the gimmick be that maybe that's Tazawa with a fake fin on his head or something. And it's, you know, it's a trick. It's always a fake fin. Anytime. Right. But okay, let's forget what we think it should be. Let's just talk about what it is. Because here, yes, he is not a shark. He's a man. So, (laughs) He, so Truth drops the title in the water, and he goes, oh no, my 24-7 title, right? And then they cut to the shark. Isn't the joke that the shark chomps on it, and like he's the champion, so we have shark as champion or something? But anyway, let's not, again, let's not talk about what it should be. Let's talk about what it is. The title's in the water. Then it says, 20 minutes later. Why? And R-Truth's standing in the same spot, and it's the same thing. Like, why did time need to pass? Well, yeah, nothing happens. Trying- okay, nothing happens. And Truth goes, well, little Jimmy, we need to get in the water and go after that shark and get that title back. And then Truth looks down, and he goes, hey, look. And the title just washes up, and he goes, I got it. I got you back. That's it. Oh well, well, no, no. Was wasn't the ninjas eaten by sharks? I don't. Okay, they. He's like, oh no, Tazawa, and his like outfits there is chewed up or whatever. So maybe he did. I don't know, but that's not the point. The title washed into the ocean, and then it just washed back. There was nothing, and it's over. This is terrible. I hate this raw so much. Who wrote this? This was. Okay, what is that comic book axe cop? Right, it was a little kid explains it and then they make it into a product. Yeah. And this oh, this is gonna a little kid explaining something is going to happen later too. Wow, you're right. Um, Cedric with MVP against Apollo Cruz with Ricochet. And they say that oh, on Sunday it's Apollo Cruz against Lashley again. Wow. Clash is going to suck. Ricochet talks to Cedric outside the ring or something, and that makes Apollo able to have a super-powered roll-up. So Cruz wins. 
Lashley and Shelton come out to beat up the faces. Liar Tom says this hotline. He says, Tonight was the first time anyone took the fight to retribution and it was the Hurt Business. End of Raw last week, idiot. They ran out at the end to kill them. What is Tom talking about? Tom doesn't even know. Then Liar Tom says that Raw Underground opens at 10 Eastern time. No. SmackDown commercial says... Oh, this is great. They, it says, Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns in the ultimate family feud. What are they going to call it when it's Rock against Reigns? I don't think they understand the word ultimate when they say the Uso is the ultimate for Reigns. Once, once in a lifetime. Oh, that's it. Thrice. Raw Underground, by the way, Larry, starts at 9.56. <laughs> and it's full of like 50 people. So it's been open for a while. So Tom's a liar. Dozens of COVID kids just breathing on each other. Arturo Huas versus Dolph Ziggler. This might be the longest fight ever in Raw history up to this yep. point. Raw but, underground history and what happened. And in the end, Sleeper, Dolph just wins. So he just Ooh. buried the, the cage fighter guy. The Capoeira guy. That's Muay Thai uh, jiu-jitsu expert. Why yeah, he's dead. Why did they hire him? I don't know. Now, Brianna Brandy. They're like, who is a famous who is a famous female black singer? Uh, Brianna? Okay, who else? Brandy? Okay, stuck, stick those names together and that's you. She interviews Braun Strowman and she's like, hey, Braun Strowman, what, what are you doing? She's terrible. She's going to get worse later. Back, okay. All of a sudden I hear the music and I'm like, that can't be right. It's Seth Rollins. And even Tom says, Seth Rollins out here again? Something to that effect. Well, yeah, because it makes no sense why he would even be in both the... Well, he's out of the first one, but why was he even in the... Oh, we don't yep. have anyone else to We don't know. It. Exactly. COVID. He has an envelope. Okay, that's fine. It's a mystery, right? He, he says, I have a secret, something secret. Look at this. And he puts up a photo of the Mysterio family on the Tron. And he goes, look at the family. Doesn't that look weird? Look at Dominic. Remember on TLDR when he was the giant machine? He does not fit in with his family. He's too tall. I couldn't believe we're going here. He says, let's do a story we did years ago. He calls out the Mysterio family. So Ray and his family come out. Dominic is wearing a D-bag Louis Vuitton shirt. Larry, that costs thousands of dollars for this Seriously? dirty t-shirt. I was yes. wondering. It was so ugly. I thought, it, I thought he just, why would you wear that? Wow. Who would spend money for that? People, rich sociopaths that go, wow, I have everything I could ever want in life. Let's waste $6,000 or whatever on a t-shirt or a button-up shirt and instead of donating it to maybe a charity that could use it or fighting COVID, or helping the homeless, or anything. Because I'm pathetic sociopath that I earned this money, so I'm going to spend it on garbage, because it's my money. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Rollins looks in the envelope, and he says, Guess what, Ray? We're doing this again. Let's see. Dominic, he doesn't look like you. Up, oh, you're not the father. Larry, can this get dumber? Yes, it oh, can. I didn't because think. It can get dumber because Ray goes, we did this already on SmackDown. 
he doesn't say SmackDown, but you know. It can, okay, this gets to kindergarten levels of writing here because Rollins says, oh, wait, I got it. Maybe I just told the investigator or the scientist, just check out the Ray kid. And they thought I meant Aaliyah. What? What? How does that work? First off, first off, says Seth hired people to do a DNA test. Yeah. Where they got the DNA. I guess I always I thought he was going to say I got it off a kindo stick or something. Right. No, I don't know where I the DNA came told from. The investigators right. to go get DNA from the Ray kid. Yes. Not not Ray's son. Nope. Not they just Dominic. said kid. I just said the Mysterio kid. They must have thought I meant Aaliyah. So wait. Okay. But, okay. So that but now that's they, dumb. They gave right? him the report. Right. They didn't bother to headline the, or put at the top the. This name is of a scientific DNA test with zero names on it. Okay. Now. Let me tell you this part, right? Then it gets, okay, now you thought it could get as dumb as it got, right? That's it. They can't get any dumber now. Like, it's got to be all, right? That It's so dumb now. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Ron says, oh, he must have meant Aaliyah. So I had a revelation. I have concrete proof. Wait, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just realized that now. And what are you talking about? They show video. The concrete proof is last week Aaliyah checked on Murphy. What does that mean? Wait, his, his concrete proof is showing her showing concern to another human being. But he just had scientific evidence from scientific tests. That yeah. That wasn't the... <laughs> so, Larry, it's, it's either... Batista or Big Show, right? Like the father? It's not no. really Andre the Giant. I didn't predict this a well, year ago, did I? He's the biggest. Okay. <laughs> I like him because he's the biggest. The math doesn't work for it to be Andre the Giant. He would have been oh. dead a long time ago. So, what the F is this, Larry? It's idiotic. Ray says Aaliyah is naive and knows nothing about our world. And she gets mad and runs away. I hate this show. This Which, is so okay. dumb. That line is some, from some 80s sitcom yes. where there are aliens living on Earth. <laughs> just, she knows nothing knows of our nothing world. Nothing of our world. What? Everyone, okay, so all the Mysterios leave. They're all, the family's all broken up. And Rollins is sad. And he goes, I did not mean to do that to the family. Then he leaves and it takes him to all the way on the ramp to like think it's funny. This is terrible. Yeah, because he delivers the line like I didn't mean to do that, but then he doesn't react to say no. That's the least. Problem. Okay, let's get dumber. Already in the ring, Lana and Natalia against Nia, Jax, and Shayna, the tag champs. Riot Squad are on commentary, and oh my god, if you thought the Street Profits were bad, Ruby Riot says is a little confused, but Liv can't even answer a simple question and is completely confused by the English language. If you it thought it's like they they told Liv all she had to do was sit there and then they sprung questions on her. But it's like she, the stupidest question. It's so easy. Yeah, like when they like, say, you who would you rather face? You say, I don't not. care. They're like, why do you think that 
that that Nyan Shana can't get. She's like, what? Well, I, I still, what? Uh, by the way, the time allowed for this match one minute. The heels win with the Kirafuda clutch. Lana taps out. Um, Nia and Shayna go after the Riot Squad, but then they put Lana through a table again. Larry, this is the second time, right? Yeah. Every week Miro is on AEW, Lana has to go through a table. Ha! <laughs> How that, that's the payment. Every time he shows up on Dynamite, they're like, well, sorry, you're going through it again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, backstage, Charlie interviews Drew in the doctor's room. And he leaves to make a sandwich or something. I don't care at all about this rod. This is all stupid. Backstage. Okay, but I will argue you can't care because you can't understand anything. No, it do- none of this makes any sense. Backstage, Aaliyah. Oh my God, she has a voice. They finally let her talk. She's terrible. Is she Vicky's kid? Was there a birth switch at some point? Oh, if, this, if that was, you're not the father. She's Vicky's child. Horrible. Raw Underground, Viking Raider Jobber Edition versus Riddick Moss. Now I, re- now I really did count. There's almost 50 people in this room without masks on. This has to be breaking some laws. I am not shocked at all that this happened at the Performance Center, but to see this happen in the, uh, in the um, at the backstage at the Thunderdome, this is gross. By the way, excuse me, Riddick Moss beats the Viking Raider. Poor Viking Jobber. Am I wrong in saying what the F happened here? Because Shane goes, okay, here's your big moment. And he gives the microphone to Brianna Brandy and says, okay, interview Daba Kato. And she goes, uh, Daba Kato, what? And Shane goes, I got this and takes the mic from her. Was it supposed to be that she was scared or is she that terrible? I think she flubbed it. Oh my God. I hate raw. Okay. Oscar comes out. Mandy Rose video mention. It says coming soon. And Tom says, we understand that a major trade has taken place. And it just means Mandy Rose from like two weeks ago. Yeah, that's not a trade. Also, why are you not introducing her now? If Why cool this down? I, I don't know. I don't know. Oscar versus Artie in the ring. Peyton Royce. Billy is standing there mad, it looks like, or some emotion. I don't know. Time allotted for this match, 30 seconds. Larry, there were three women's matches tonight, and all total, probably about four minutes or less. Well, when you think about what they were. I know. Zelina Vega comes in. Oh, no, disqualification. They protected Peyton Royce in this match. Vega and Asuka fight, and Vega escapes. I'm not looking forward to that match at all, and I like both of them. Am I supposed to think that Asuka's lineup for her next four challengers are all people that I don't think she... I could I yes. beat one-handed. I, I, <sighs> she might as well have fought them all. Yeah. Backstage. Is that what we're building up to? Is she's going to fight one, then she'll fight two, then she'll fight three, and she will be in a five-way match eventually. Larry, beat them all. if we went back and actually checked each Raw each week, we'd find... About 10,000 threads that never got finished or like like things that just ended. Um, Loose ends, whatever. Whatever happened to Lana and Natalia wanting to retire Mickey James and get title shots and stuff? Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Backstage, okay, backstage Murphy talks to Aaliyah. He walks in and says, don't be afraid. I'm a friend. Don't worry. I didn't mean for any of this to happen to you, so I'm so sorry. So guess what? If it ends up that they're together this whole time, then this scene makes zero sense. I I don't know what to think. I hate you, WWE. I'm I'm so confused by everything that happens in this Raw. Raw Underground. There's 15 minutes left in the show. There's supposed to be a big Retribution debut main event. Yeah, this is the big And we are just getting to the Raw Underground main event now. Yes. Braun versus Yabba-Dabba-Doo. 30 seconds and they're fighting in the crowd. They go back in the ring. Braun knocks out Yabba-Dabba-Doo. And the guy they've been building for the last six weeks is dead. By the way, time allotted for this match, one minute. Wrong. Is that your answer to I, it? Just blow your nose on no, it? No, it's, it's, no, I, that was a puff. This raw is not the worst raw ever because it is some kind of weird, out of nowhere, ununderstandable. I, like you said, didn't you say fever dream? It's like a fever dream of a raw, I guess. And, we're left not understanding just, anything that happened or why or like, how it affects. I don't like it at after. all. And for the guy that takes detailed notes on it, it is hurting my oh, head to do this. I swear. I thought not, not at the beginning, but probably at one third way through. Yeah. I, thought, I don't know. You can't explain any of it. So I guess you just tell what happens. Yeah. Tell what happens because. Yep. There's no other way. There's no explanation. Retribution comes out for the main event. They have no music and they come through the crowd. So their only thing is their big Tron graphic that looks like a stamp or whatever, a stencil. But they, main but event. they are under contract. Somehow. They're under contract. They could do whatever they want. Okay. Are you ready? All night I've been saying, I'm si- I'm we're watching this show and I've been saying to Amy all night, how can they call this main event if the, if, and how did they sign contracts if the Retribution guys don't have names? That's all I've been saying all night is, are they going to say big Retribution guys in there now and now small Retribution guys in there now? No, they yeah. can't call somebody small, so they can't do that. Well, wonder no more because they casually announce the names of the characters. The characters are, I can't, Larry, Slapjack. T-Bar and Mace. Let me say this again, okay? Slapjack. T-Bar and Mace. Okay, obviously, those are names of a cartoon back that was going to rip off the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So went back with the Street Sharks and the... And so this, those were obviously unused names for some group of teenage Ninja Turtle ripoffs back in the extreme I, era. I guess. I. And the, and the, and the, ah, slap, slap Jack. I, what, what, what? Slap Jack, Larry. Yes. And we had a crowbar. Everybody remembers crowbar. Yes. Now we got a T-bar. T-bar. Can you explain T-bar to me? What is a T-bar? I bet it's something you use to break open something. Let me check. I will type. No. T-bar. Okay, I can think of a T-bar like skiing, 
maybe. Like a ski lift has a T-bar. Yeah, that's a T-bone is a different thing. What's T-bar? Urban Dictionary says T-bar is when one is wearing a thong or G-string and they sit down and it sticks out and you see a T-bar. Okay, so let me tell you. First of all, okay, so it's Slapjack, T-bar, and Mace. I can't make this up versus the Hurt Business. That's your match, right? Yeah. Well, first of all, the actual dictionaries, any metal bar or beam in this, you know, design of a T. Um, okay. Okay. So like the thing you hold on to when you're, you're at the playground and you're on that horse on the spring is a T bar. Yes. First of all, they're against the Hurt Business and why is Cedric in two matches? Why couldn't MVP wrestle? Cedric is in two matches tonight, but again, why? Why it, would her? What is her, her her business's number one concern? Wrestling matches like Cedric's, defending the U.S. title, or somehow being the faces who defend Raw from. I uh, guess. Or everything I they don't, just do everything because I, I don't know. I can't. I can't figure it out at all, Larry. I don't. What What can be so, said? What? So, never mind, because I, I want to know motivation, but you cannot explain to me what retribution's motivation is right now. Okay. Do you, do you have any idea? Let's say. Well, they, gift cards, right? If you go up to them right now and say you can have everything you want, what do they want? Gift cards. I'm being serious. I what else is there? Money. I don't no, they know hate money. What we're Food. To think they want coins, they want to, tokens, Chuck E. Cheese tokens. They told Tickets. us they want to destroy WWE and build it back up in their image. What mask wrestling? I don't, I don't understand either. Okay, so let me <laughs> let me. Okay, so let's unpack the names for a second. So there's Slapjack. So that's obviously Dijack, right? Nope. T Bar is Dijack. What? So Slapjack is maybe Shane Thorne. I don't know. He's the hockey mask guy. And then Mace is the Predator. That's Dio Madden. Okay. What? No idea. No. I just You're making up names. Again, wrestling this week in WWE is full of either over stupid names. Like, you're going from Dikachayevich to... Wow, that was a lot of things. Do not... Just at least give him a fake name that starts with the same letter so we can, you know... Not conflate them. But. Okay, let's talk about this though. The commentators don't know who these guys are, Larry. Their names are now Slapjack and T Bar. Why would it be a shock when the masks come off? Who's going to go, that's Dijakovic from NXT, and I'm surprised? Like, they why know would that. From NXT. They but why would that matter in the future, I guess? I'm they're, saying. The way, what I said, if they're going to stick around for more than a month or two, you have to look to put a big name in there with him. I don't think Miz is that big name. No. Who is behind them? That's the only way you're getting away with this. Yes. Larry, unless it's somebody big, like a CM Punk deal or something, there's no, there's no one that anyone will care about. I think they're gone. I think it's just, they, they know this didn't work. It's, it's going to be over in a month or two. I guess. So let me tell you about this match. First of all, First of all, this match, if you keep track, it's six heels. So this is already one of the worst Raw main events in history. 
because it's three jokey mask guys that look like rejects out of the Ninja Turtle movies. Because, by the way, we didn't say it, but Dijak looks like he could be in the Ascension. Am I wrong? Yes. No, well, no you're not wrong. Oh, that's bad. Six heels, Larry. And guess what? T-Bar, who is in the match, right? He's in it. I didn't imagine that he's in the match, right? Yeah. He hits Lashley from the apron, and because he's not legal, DQ. I hate this. Retribution goons come in after the DQ. Why didn't they just come in anyway? So Retribution's record on Raw is 0-1 and one right now. But look what they've accomplished. Nothing. Um, all Tom keeps saying is they could do anything they want, anytime to anyone, anytime to anyone. Drew McIntyre comes out with backup. So it's the other jobbers. Why did it take them six weeks to come out and help? Because they, they weren't scared because no one knows what retribution is. Is that what it is? I, I, what does retribution? And now you can, they can do, if they keep saying they can do anything, that's not a contract. Just because I am employed by my, my workplace, I can't go in and do anything I want. So, so they have a special contract. I don't know. Okay. I, okay. I say a month from now, there is a match where Retribution wrestles, and if they lose, they're disbanded and they lose. How about they unmask? But there's, uh, but they're still under contract. Yeah, but that's the match. It's not that they disband. No uh, I I don't know. I I don't know what to say. Okay, so let's finish Raw. It's a huge brawl, right? It's all the WWE yeah. guys against Retribution. Well, guess what, Larry? There's a pay-per-view Sunday, so stay tuned for the Retribution versus WWE paper. Nope, nope, none of this is on pay-per-view. The pay-per-view is only title matches. It has nothing to do with Retribution. Randy Orton comes out, he RKO's Drew McIntyre, and that makes Retribution and all the WWE jobbers implode or disappear. They, they went into a portal. They're all gone. What is going on? Did I dream this raw? No, no, not unless we both had a shared fever dream, which I don't think is a thing. But <clears throat> what was the takeaway from tonight's Raw that that everything is just insanity and nothing makes sense? I wish I, I knew. I, I could not map out what was going on tonight. I, I wish I knew. I don't know. I, if one... There was five things that happened tonight. If one of those things would have happened on Raw, we would be making fun of it forever. Right. But yet it was one thing after another Another tonight. It just... Larry, please tell me what a T-bar is. For real. It's, it's just a T-bar. Okay. It's just what does that mean? Remember when they trademarked just... Justice? J-U-S-T-U-S. Why did they do that? Is he going to be the leader? I get no. I have said from the beginning they just started this retribution with no idea of what it was about, where it was going to go, even who was in it. I I totally believe that. And now we're just going to wrap it up real quick. Okay. Even if CM Punk was behind it, I don't know. Yeah. Now I'm just okay. So so what I did when this raw was over. 
cry. Well, while this match was going on, actually, I thought, okay, maybe it's just us. Maybe it's just me. No. Whatever. Well, I didn't know. So what I did was I went on Twitter and I searched for the word slapjack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought maybe we just weren't cool, Larry, and maybe the cool kids love these that names. That can't be right. So here's what I did. I just searched for the slapjack, and I'm not going to skip any of these tweets. Okay. So these are like tweets in order? These are tweets consecutively because I'm going to stop when there's a positive like one. Okay. That's fair. So if it's making fun of the names, then I'll keep reading. When it's good, when somebody goes, that's awesome, then I'll stop. <laughs> okay. So that must be that Scottish. Okay. So this well, first one. Everybody has an opinion. So yeah, you'll eventually get to. Yes. Slapjack, T-Bone, and Mace? Question mark. Face that's laughing hysterically with tears four times and then a sad face. <laughs> okay. Then you thought about Slapjack, it. Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace, dot, dot, dot. Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace, did Shredder and Krang come up with these names? <laughs> come on, y'all. Come on. Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace? Exclamation question mark. LMAO at Retribution's in-ring names. Hysterical faces. Slapjack T-Bar Mace. Slapjack T-Bar Mace. OMG. What? What? What are they thinking? Slapjack T-Bar and Mace. Jack Nicholson as the Joker laughing hysterically gif. Who in the Retribution group are they calling Slapjack hysterical face? <laughs> no joke. My knees are weak from laughing. They ne- renamed Dijakovic, Shane Thorne, and Dio Madden. Slapjack T-Bar and Mace. My knees are weak. Exclamation points out the butt. <laughs> if if Dijakovic, Madden, and Thorne are Slapjack, T-Bar, Mace, I wonder what Mia and Mar- Mercedes' names are. Pretty sure I heard Slapjack, T-Bar, and Mace. My God. I've been defending this from the jump, but these names? Really? Come on, man. Slapjack, Mace, and something else. This. Hysterical and then distraught face. Larry, I don't think that I'm ever going to get to one that's positive. I am not skipping any. It's it, it's laughable, but not in the good way. Are these guys retribution or scrapped operators from Modern Warfare? <laughs> Those are the names. Hysterical laughing. I know they didn't just say slapjack. Bro, get out of here. Can you imagine those wrestlers being told backstage that that's what we're doing? As I was saying, Slapjack T-Bar Mace. I'm sorry, Slapjack T-Bar Mace. The (laughs) names are starting to lose meaning the more I say them. (laughs) Shaking my head. This feces is terrible. It took me this long just to get to one that's probably facetious, but let's pretend this is positive. I'm sure Slapjack will be a world champion one day. <laughs> Done clearly typed into a name generator on Google. You're going to count that as positive. Well, I don't blame you because you need to stop. Because yeah, you do, Let's pretend you found one. I have to stop because this is, impo- this is impossible. Oh, my God. No one. No one likes this. 
No one. Okay. I have a real quick. I have a quote from backstage. Okay. Backstage during the night. I'm not going to say who said it. Someone backstage. While this was on the screen, while Tom kept saying Slapjack Mace, all those names. Yeah. People cracked up backstage. And this is, this is a quote. The masks and names are already making the road for these guys impossible. I don't disagree. <sighs> Do you I, disagree? No. Yeah. Listen, wow. you can overcome names and change them later and stuff like that. That's not the point. The point is, it's not just about the names tonight. It's about this whole show. What are they doing? This whole show was... What are we doing in WWE? I don't know anymore. I don't understand it. it. It's one thing to be bad, but to be nonsensical, to be a show where you can't wrap your head around the yeah. action you're actually seeing. I... It's yep. crazy. Wow. So just like Mr. America, when he signed with Vince and they didn't realize it was Hulk Hogan. Who your brother? Who are you? They signed a guy named T-Bar. Which means <laughs> it's false because he already has an NXT contract. So now he has one real contract and one illegal contract. <laughs> oh, I wish that was the story that they're oh getting they're double dipping. I wish that was the He's story. He's getting two paychecks now. And he said he didn't care about money. Oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Okay, let's give our rankings because we got to get out of here. This is too much, man. I, I can't. Um, Amy has AEW, NXT, SmackDown, Raw. I have AEW, NXT, SmackDown, Raw. So we are the same have, this week. I have AEW, SmackDown, NXT, Raw. Okay, fair enough. I didn't like wow. NXT, but I hated SmackDown and Raw, so, well, there you I go. I hated parts of SmackDown, but there was some parts of SmackDown I thought were okay. NXT did nothing for me. Yeah. Absolutely just zero. Wow. God. WWE's an embarrassment right now. I can't wait to get the rating for this episode. I can't wait. I can't believe anyone would tune in next week after seeing this week. That's what I can't believe. Did they build anything? No, there's just because there's a pay-per-view. So no, I'm saying they didn't build anything on raw because they can't. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, listen, please uh, help support the show. So there can be an 800th episode and beyond. Um, Smartwrestlingfan.com. Get all the details there. And um, I believe that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Wow. This was this was the weirdest week. Wowie wow indeed. We'll talk about more next week because boy oh boy, there's gonna be more revelations and whatever. And again, excuse me, can't wait for the raw rating. So that's our program, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Sorry I had to say slapjack T Bar and May so many times, but it's the <laughs> truth. Look it up on Twitter. Um thanks for listening. Until next time, bye everybody. <laughs>